Dear boss, I keep on hearing the police have caught me, but they won't fix me just yet. I have laughed when they look so clever and talk about being on the right track. That joke about the leather apron give me the real fits. I'm down on whores and shan't quit ripping till I do get buckled. Grand work the last job was. I gave the lady no time to squeal. How can they catch me now? I love my work and want to start again. They will soon hear of me with my funny little games. I saved some of the proper red stuff in the ginger beer bottle over the last job to write with, but it went thick like glue and I can't use it. Red ink is fit enough, I hope. The next job I do is shall clip off the ladies' ears and send them to the police officer just for a jolly wouldn't you. Keep this letter back till I do a bit more of my work, then give it out straight. My knife so sharp and nice, I want to get to work right away. If I get the chance, good luck. Yours truly, Jack the Ripper. Greetings all and welcome to the Steakcast. Tonight we'll be ripping and tearing through the bowels of the world through the eyes of the dastardly scoundrels that are be dubbed serial killers and the brave souls who hunt them down. Uh, what you've already heard is a letter that Jack the Ripper supposedly sent to the London police during his reign of terror over the city. But before we get into all that nonsense, uh, I want to play a bit of catch up. So, uh, but yeah, we got the usual cast with us as well. Uh, we've got Sean Barrett and Rich. What's happening? Uh, Hello. Much, much going on? Oh, Christ. Yeah. Um, well, we did um, release a vlog, finally. Christ, yeah. That, ca- that, that got released. Explain um, a bit about the vlog. Uh, uh, so it was the second part of the vlog where we went to the Zythos Beer Festival in Louvain. Belgium. In Belgium. Le Don. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in Belgium. Uh, that was in April last year. Yeah, in April last year. <laughs> um, I finally got around. Uh, to, the next one uh, is in two months. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's up on YouTube to check it out. Just just look for Steedcast and you'll find it. Um, Enjoyed your style, though, didn't you? I fucking love my style. Oh, it's I just not good. It's just, yeah. <laughs> um, we do have... Um, a bit of other news as well. Me and Gareth are currently preparing to interview um, Alex Band of the Calling. Heavily prepping um, to interview him. Yeah. Heavily prepping. Um, the start of hopefully um, many similar kind of yeah. interview series. Hopefully, yeah, we're going to try and interview more bands and not just bands, but maybe brewers and other people. Who yeah, are so it's not just music. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, Local rappers. Yeah. We're hoping we're not rappers, yeah. We're hoping um not dropping any names there. No 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 no. Um no. <laughs> uh, hopefully hopefully that'll become a regular thing and uh, you'll see more of that on our YouTube. Which I got a good bowel cool. movement. Listen regular. Mm. <laughs> nice. Um, um I think Burra has just completed Veganuary, if I am right in You did um. I've had some vegan stuff over over um, <laughs> dabbled in the over, vegan over, over um, but I don't want to give the game away too much. But a lot of it has been in preparation for the future, 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 future. Um, Steedcast, where I've briefly been um, season three, episode one, season three spoilers, bless on. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, um, there will be at some point the Steedcast will be talking um, about about um, veganism and whatnot. And I have been eating a lot of vegan things and looking into certain things regarding that area but again I, I don't want to jump yeah. Yeah, we, we too far ahead I had a vegan uh, yeah. meal last night what was it? beans eh. <laughs> oh one of James's vegan meals J- James's yeah. vegan yeah. meals yeah. it was yeah. um, garlic garlic James's vegan is yeah, never yeah. would have known garlic pasta and uh, uh, 
barbecue cauliflower. Did thing, you enjoy it though? Uh, like spicy cauliflower things. Yeah, you enjoy. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Yeah. But I had no problems with it at all. I've, I've had nice a meal. It didn't send me into a, a frothing rage, so it was good. <laughs> Where's my meat? Where's my meat? <laughs> uh, no. so, so, yeah, so before we uh, kick on, I'm going to ask you a question. Now, what would you rather eat then? A baby goat or a matter baby? A what? A, what? Oh, a baby goat or a matter baby? What the fuck's a matter baby? No, oh, nothing much. Just sitting here chilling. <laughs> you set him right up for that, man. I heard wow. that the other day. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Talking <laughs> uh, about horrible puns. Um, <laughs> Bojack Horseman, final season. Didn't even watch it yet. Not no. yet. No. Not yet. Um, no. Ass cracking. We. Um, I think we definitely have to do something. So he looks old, and there's a Twin Peaks uh, reference. Twin Peaks. Possible Twin Peaks reference. Damn fine plates, and in Twin Peaks, Damn. Cookie Monster eats all the plates. Good episode of. Uh, what is it? Sesame Street. Ses- Ses- no, it's not. It's the Muppets, isn't it? Cookie oh, Monster. Ses- no, Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Um, nom, nom. Yeah. Is that so Sesame yeah. Street, is it? It's Cookie Monster, Sesame Street, yeah. Oh. With Big Bird and all that. I thought it was... Uh, not, they, they're the fucking same to me. They're the same to Bunch me. Racist. Muppets, they all look the same to me, those Muppet types. <laughs> you can't call them Muppets anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't know how to segue this into... A- <laughs> oh, um, Picard came out as well. It Picard. Did. I haven't uh, seen that yet. Two episodes good? out now, innit? I've only seen the first at the minute. Um, is it Boom Bang Bosch or is it like did you boldly go and watch it on Amazon Prime I did <laughs> I did boldly go and watch it um, yeah I enjoyed the first episode um, you can tell that he is an old man now engage um, but yeah it's, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season of that mm, good I thought that about Mandalorian man, I kind of drifted off that I'll be honest yeah. There's a couple of baby Yoda is this baby Yoda is this I just like to clarify he's neither Yoda or a baby but yeah yeah <laughs> Okay. Facts don't matter in this Yeah, mo- moving on, moving on. So serial killers, huh? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that is the topic. Uh, yep, yeah, that's the topic of today's episode, as you probably know, because you've clicked the, uh, the, the the button that says Steve Cast Serial Killers. Uh, I didn't want to go straight into like talking about like who they, they they are as people, but more like the definition of them. Does anyone know what, what I, I'm assuming? you Serial would be, uh, obviously, more, more than one... More than one person that they've killed uh, in a space of time, and somehow possibly linked to or a series of murders, a series of murder that are possibly linked to each other, perhaps. Yeah, uh, am I along the right lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they have to be separate incidents as well, don't they? You're yeah, not a serial yeah, killer exactly, if you kill yeah. like three people at once. No, 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 no. That's mass. That's more like mass just a killer, mass yeah. killing. Then, yeah, like yeah. Uh, young yeah. school shooters and Anders Breivik and all them knobs. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a serial killer is defined as a person that kills three or more people with the killings taking place over more than a month. Uh, I don't know why a month. I don't know what a month. very, uh, uh, very no. specific. Um, if I kill three people in a month, one a week, I'm not a serial killer. If I'm caught before I get, you know what I mean? Say so my serial killer reign is three weeks. I'm not a serial killer. Just Just a, a mass, mass murderer. murderer? Yeah. yeah. Cool, that's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, some serial killers have, have got have got it spread out over 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 a, a matter of years. Years, perhaps, you good know, God, I mean. yeah. You plan out your legacy, you Sean? Um, I just think just thinking out loud, really, to be honest. <laughs> it's it's, it's, uh, it's a bit of a grey area that one. I, I wouldn't stick too no, the, far the within them restraints of, of the the the. the, the I might be jumping ahead, but is the Unabomber? Is it is Unabomber? Is he a serial killer? Unabomber. Um, guy who sent like bombs through the post. 
he was like a that'd be more like an act of a terrorism lot, a lot of people have told me to watch that oh. apparently he's along the lines of uh, Fight Club the Project Mayhem and all that oh, is it, um, I don't know much it's about it it's a Netflix thing is it you yeah yeah my brother told me he said that the start of it's pretty good but it kind of you know Hollywood's are up towards the end cool you know yeah. how they do I know how they do anyway uh, yeah the cases usually have an MO of like a, a theme of um, abnormal psychological gratification and like uh, mostly sexual in nature but some which one we're going to dive into is uh, more on the financial side of it and he is one of the ones I find the most interesting I think favourite is the financial weird, weird side issue. of serial killing the financial yeah killing financial for, gain, for, for, so for financial speak. gain mm. yeah okay, okay. Uh, the FBI classes a serial killers, three or more murders, committed separate events, but usually not always by one offender acting alone. So, like, they can be a group of serial killers, like... Uh, or a cult. Yeah. Fred and Rose, Rose West. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. we got a bit on them. Um, I suppose the Charles Manson family. Yeah, that's what I mean. I never in killed anyone! <laughs> in, return to, in, in regards to cult, yeah. Yeah, but... I, whether he actually killed someone. <laughs> that keeps happening. I'm going to stop using that. <laughs> Whether he actually killed someone, we, we don't really know. Yeah. Charles Manson. We don't know Charles yeah. Manson. Yeah, he never yeah. killed anyone. I never killed anyone. That's a great speech, <laughs> by the way. Um, yeah, he's a very manipulative person. That's his thing. That's yeah. how he managed to get all these impressionable weed heads to kill Sharon Tate and... In Roman Polanski's house. It was a lot to do have with... You, have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, by the way? Really no. great film. Really I'm assuming film. that's in there, is it? Yeah, it's, it's just... Different Tarantino twist on it, like as as always. But just uh, someone that do they do to Charles Manson what they do to Hitler and Inglorious Bastards? <laughs> uh, no, it's basically like I, well, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but it's more of like what if this was the ending of it kind of thing. It's a it's a different end on it. I don't want to give the game away too much because I might spoil a little alert. No, no, uh, that's fine. That's boring. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. I check got told out. to watch it as well. Funny enough, and now Parasite won an award. Great film, Parasite. Yeah, yeah the cracking film. Korean film. Yeah, great film. I'm in the dark about that one, but I like. Yeah. I'll have a goose. That seems up my street. Yeah. Uh, the killers, though, they seem to repeat uh, attempts in like a similar manner, such as, um, uh, you know, the same kind of uh, motive, same kind of way they break in and things. But as they gain confidence, they adapt their methods to uh, either like better cover the tracks or attain a new level of gratification from the act. So they get more bold, like Picard. Right. Yeah, I suppose if you keep getting away with it, you're going to. Push it up in like the stealing books from the library and egg. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the victims of the killing seem to be targeted by a commonality, uh, be that race, gender, demographic, de demographic profile, demographic. or appearance. Demo demographic, <laughs> democratic profile uh, or appearance. Uh, it's rare but not unheard of that the serial killer will cross the threshold of these boundaries. Uh, Explain that. Basically, um, Ted Bundy only killed women kind of thing like you know right. you, you see that's that's his like gender kind of threshold right, 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 like right. uh there's serial killers that will only target like um minorities black people you know yeah. there's there's gay serial killers that only target yeah. gay people yeah yeah old ladies etc ladies yeah. that you that's understandable yeah. especially yeah. if they're in tesco and they just stop in front of you suddenly that's understandable <laughs> <laughs> you've had your life yeah. oh god <laughs> Uh, female serial killers are much more uncommon than male killers making up a stati uh, statistic I am tripping over myself today of one in every six cases in the US between the 1800s and 2004 I so can't think of any female serial killers Myra Hindley Rose West, West Myra yeah. Hindley that's true actually Rose West 
but she she wasn't like she tried her best. She wasn't a, a standalone thing with with with, um, with the West. She was part of you know. There's got to be women serial killers. There has to be. I'm sure there uh, is. I used to have a book on serial I, killers. I, but I left it at my ex girlfriend's house, and I've never seen it since. Okay. And it was a big encyclopedia. Not so much like a oh, here's the story, and you know, big and all up. It was literally just serial killer kills facts, arrested date, what was, and it was um, shit loads of so, like so encyclopedia. What, what was Mary Hindley involved with? Was that the Moore's killings? Or, or? I couldn't tell you. Uh, Do you know when? Yeah, yeah, it was the Moore's Moore's killings. But that wasn't her alone again, though, was it? That wasn't. No, that was uh, Ian Brady. That's right, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so 15% of serial killers are women. Um, The sexual or sadistic motives are usually extremely rare in the cases of female serial killers. Most of the killings fall under the brackets of Black Widow or Teen Killings. Uh, Female serial killers that fall into the Black Widow category tend to kill for uh, material gain, growing close to the victims, forming emotional bonds. The classification begins when a woman has killed... Uh, two or more husbands or lovers. Sharon Stone is his son. Bunny, bunny Boiler is it? That's where that term comes from, isn't it? Bunny basic, Boiler. Basic, is it Basic Instinct? She boils the bunny. Bunny Boiler, that's where they say, yeah, that's Bunny Boiler, Bunny Boiler. Is that the one with the infamous scene? With the, the legs. The crossing. legs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this. No, she, uh, she's like a police interview and she uncrosses her legs and she's just going to wonder where on. The parody in The Simpsons. When, um, dick falls yeah. yeah. When, um... <laughs> Willie. Grand Skipper Willie yeah. keeps doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop doing that? <laughs> uh, marginally, strangers also uh, seem to be preferred by female killers, and 51% of female killers have murdered at least one woman, uh, 31% murdered at least one child. Uh, the crossing of the demographic boundaries is in contrast with the FBI serial killer profile. So they're a little bit more of an enigma than, than the males that they've caught the... Uh, the old females are. I guess because there's not that many of them, they can't really study them as much as they have the males and the whole psychological aspect of it and stuff. That's yeah. probably it, but it's kind of, why are there more male than female serial killers? Why why do guys seem to be driven by that like uh, impulse more than women? Good question. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. Maybe it's societal pressures. Like in uh, the uh, critically acclaimed, no, not critically acclaimed, uh, the Joker the ah, incels yeah, there's a lot of incels floating around Could they didn't be. have the word incel in the 70s but they still had incel rage <laughs> <laughs> impotent rage that's our last GTA yeah uh, the origins of the FBI profile uh, the leading agents and the main driving force behind the FBI's behavioral science unit in the 1970s are also the inspiration behind the Netflix series Mindhunters Mindhunter so that it was it's basically based on a real thing uh, we got Robert K. Ressler who's Bill Tench in Mindhunters played by Holt McCallany yeah that sounds right no one knows so that's right uh, John Douglas Holden Ford in Mindhunters played by Jonathan Groff uh, he's also the inspiration for Jack Crawford in the Hannibal Lecter novels uh, Dr. Anne Walbert Burgess who's Dr. Wendy Carr in Mindhunters played by Anna Tov I thought your dog was sorry. chewing on him <laughs> yeah you are sorry uh, played by Anna Tov this woman is she's she's class like and um who this Dr. Anne Anne Walbert Burgess who's uh, Wendy Carr uh because of her like personal experiences, she excelled in the study and treatment of like clinical phenomenon in a way that was meaning to, meaningful to the victims of trauma at the time, uh, of like abuse, sexual violence by opening like inquiries and clinical practices into those areas. Uh, whereas like during those times, there weren't anything to help victims of sexual abuse and things. Uh, she like held a perspective that was unique 
to the task force uh, as opposed to the other two guys in categorizing and systemizing the various types of serial killer. So the two guys would go out and kind of interview them and she would try and categorize them, like, in a, in a yeah, sense. Uh, before joining the Bureau, wrestler spent time in the military. Re- that's wrestler, not, not W. Or w wrestler. <laughs> wrestling. Wrestling. They think of wrestler burgers. That's not real wrestlers. Uh, spent, he spent time in the military and civ- uh, civilian law enforcement. During this time, his curiosity peaked about crimes that were difficult to understand. Uh, things were, that were like seemingly irrational, yet contained a consistency in the nature of violence and sexual violence. These types of cases were becoming a headache for local law enforcement as they were not equipped or really aware of what it was that they were dealing with. Wrestler figured out the wrestler figured that finding out how and why these criminals acting in the way that they did could possibly lead to more future arrests of these individuals. Uh, he before these guys come along, there was no such term as like uh, serial killer. You know, they they, they coined the term. Right. No one could even perceive of like one person going around doing everything like pretty much it must have been happening for a yeah long i wonder what time what, yeah. what were the first kind of recorded you know when, when were they doing that like were they doing that in caveman days like you know they must have been yeah, i don't give a fuck back then so you know, know you, you know if a soldier goes to many wars hmm. and he kills double digits worth of people does he class as a serial killer then no he's a hero yeah, it's um, sanctioned murder, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? Very it's weird. So odd, isn't it? I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Although I, there have been cases where people have been tried when they've come back, haven't they? Really? Yeah. If their war is deemed unlawful. What, the actual like soldiers or yeah, the seal? It depends on soldiers. their actions. There's a lot of stuff with the IRA and the army and stuff in, in Northern Ireland, isn't it? People yeah. have been tried. Same with like uh, Iraq and stuff recently, 2003 onwards. Yeah. But, um,. Oh right, like yeah, yeah. You, I mean, even, I even in war, if, you, if you, to, by today's war standards, if you're shooting civilians and stuff, then yeah, you're gonna get yeah. arrested and tried for That's fair. genocide mm-hmm. <laughs> or war crimes. I don't, know, I don't know what the exact charge is like, but you can't just war isn't a free for all. I don't think. Not that you've <laughs> not be. battle royale. Here's a gun. Get over there, boy. <laughs> Rape and pillage. I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> sure, it still happens, but not to the same scale. I love how you got like the Geneva Convention. You have rules of engagement. And stuff like that, you know. They could not allow to use certain mustard types of bombs, yeah, yeah, mustard gas, yeah. mines, and stuff. You could not allow to use anymore. Chemical warfare and stuff is all anything that causes pro- prolonged suffering is not allowed. Really, the EU, America. It's all about like neutralizing targets, like drones and yeah. guns and shit. Like you know, yeah, mad. Really, not allowed to use bear traps. Really, really? I think so. Is that after Vietnam? Maybe. Well, not with Vietnam. Well, I don't think I don't think the Vietnamese were. Really into the whole Geneva Convention thing. No. <laughs> they like pits, no. spike pits, and yeah. Yeah. springing the, out of the ground. Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> but then again, they were just defending their country. Let's not go into the yeah. Vietnam. The fourth <laughs> no, time no, the no. Vietnam War has been brought up <laughs> on the Steecast. Probably um, by me every time DMV. as well. <laughs> anyway, serial killers. Uh, yeah, so th- those those like three people, they coined the term serial killers. They were the first type uh, group of people to research into multiple violent offenders. And to do the work, the two agents had to come face to face with some of the most notorious disturbed offenders at the time, namely Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and if you watch a TV show, Mr. Ed Kemper, who is the co-ed killer. 
Uh, wrestler seemed to develop a strange sort of connection with these people he was interviewing. Uh, John Wayne Gacy, the infamous clown killer, gave wrestler a colourful painting of himself dressed as a clown. The painting had an inscription on the back that said, Cheers, Sean. Apologise. Have you seen the John Wayne Gacy paintings? They're proper spooky looking. No, are they as good as uh, Bronson? Um, I think they're better than the Bronson ones. The Bronson ones are a bit... Shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. Finger painting. <laughs> to, 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 to put it mildly, like. Bronson, if you're listening to this, we are joking. They're amazing. I got, Fucking shut it. Got one of my house. I hung it on my wall. Hung it on my wall. <laughs> on the back of the inscription of the Gacy painting, it said, Dear Bob Wrestler, you cannot hope to enjoy the harvest without first labouring the fields. Best wishes and good luck. Sincerely, John Wayne Gacy, June 1988. Uh, wrestler asked him what this meant to which he replied well Mr. Wrestler you're the criminal profiler you're the FBI you figure it out <laughs> nicely done <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah. it feels like he's basically telling him though to go out and start fucking killing people to understand the way that they think like it's in the show as well it's like uh, I think the only reason they didn't make the main guy go off on a crazy tangent is because uh, in Hannibal they do it it seemed like the only reason they didn't uh, let him go off killing everyone. It's uh, not happened in Hannibal, does it? Yeah, Hannibal kind of like twists the mind of the agent, this uh, this trait chasing him, warps him and makes him eat people and shit like that. <laughs> I escalated you know, quickly. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, between 1976 and 1979, Ressler helped arranged interviews with over 36 convicted multiple violent offenders. Uh, during the time questioning and analysing the interviews, Wrestler was also putting together a centralised database called VICAP, which is the Violent Criminal Apprehension Programme, in hopes to find commonalities in unsolved murders, cross-referencing a possible murders pattern from different states all around the country to determine an outline of if they were indeed looking for a nomadic serial killer. Uh, and a nomadic serial killer was kind of like Ted Bundy who committed murders in uh, places like Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Utah, Colorado. He'd, he'd bugger off everywhere, just go stabbing. Like. Jesus. So with the VICAP system in place, when police officers found the body of a victim with leads as to who committed the crime, they would input the data and information posted by the other departments around the country and find uh, like commonalities in the crime. If it comes back as a match, then the enforcement are indeed looking for the nomadic killer, uh, bringing no, new possibilities for evidence and uh, helping leads with uh, different departments around the country. But, as Ed Kemper said in Mindhunters, the only information on serial killers you have are from the ones that were caught. Very true. True, true yeah. True. true point. Do you think that the, the profiling system pushes the detectives and officers to look in one certain direction whilst missing like a full spectrum of possibilities outside of... Not that Criminal Minds has shown, shown me. Criminal Minds, they always catch the bad guy by the end of the 60-minute episode. Oh, there we go. <laughs> profiling works. <laughs> <laughs> I say, it, it just narrows it all down, though. Like, you know, it's... Even if you're not on the money with it, it does... Well, yeah, it narrows it down. You're right. Like, I'm not a behavioral analyst for the um, Federal Bureau of Investigation myself, but, um, like, I can imagine you're going to fall into a certain camp if you're killing people. There's got to be a reason behind it. Or if there's no reason, that's the reason. You're just nuts. You know, it's just like... Well, that's it. You, you could just be absolutely bonkers, and, like, you know, you wouldn't fall into the categories that they, they painted, would it, really? You know, you, you could have just lifted your last box. You could have lifted too many boxes, gone off on a mad one. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could have... Um, you know, filed one too many files, deployed one too many versions of Windows 
Up you go. You're Falling right, down kid. style. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Michael Douglas. Doesn't actually... Well, he does kill people, actually. Does he? Yeah. He does. <laughs> I think. But it's not over a month, so he's fine. He's shouting at someone on a golf course and they have a heart attack because they're so scared of him. And I don't think he actually kills them, but they do die. Similar like the neo-Nazi at the gun store. Don't know what he does with him. But I know he's got a big bag of guns that he's carrying around with him all the time. Yeah, I don't think he kills anyone, does he? In the end, he pulls out the pistol, and it's a water pistol. Doesn't actually kill anyone. Uh, was, spoiler alert. Was the uh, TV show Dexter, was that based on anyone at all? Or was that completely... Uh, no, Has there ever been a good serial killer on the good, good guy side? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like a vigilante, wasn't he? Uh, mm. That was his thing. Vigilante. I'm sure there's been vigilante murders. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Like a vigilante serial killer. I, I guarantee you there's got to be a police officer as well that's gone, fuck this, this isn't working. Let's go kill some... Frank Castle. Probably in like... <laughs> yeah. Punisher is probably the prime uh, yeah. example of that. Who like narcos kind of... See, you know, like Colombia and stuff where they were like, yeah, this isn't working. There, actually, there was a regime, a regime of... Um, it's like a militia, I guess. Yeah, then, they, they, it? Were, they were just killing all the drug dealers. Like, no trials, just like shooting them and shit. Um... Yeah, but we're massively off topic. <laughs> Dexter was um, uh, forensic. I, no, I th- yeah, blood guy, wasn't he? Forensic, uh, yeah, pathologist. And did anyone watch Dexter to the end? No. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I watched it to where he started dating his sister, and I was like, oh, you know <laughs> that's pretty much the end. That's like you're a <laughs> yeah. season away from the from your literally last season, like. Which is weird because I loved it, like watching it all, and ah, it's like one of the things you don't want to see because there's there's always tension between them, isn't it? Yeah, because they're not actually brother and sister. He's adopted, isn't he? And it's like, are oh, you ever going to get it on? And then when they do, it's like, well, we don't want to watch her anymore. But it was it, it, it and Pam, bad like, by then, really bad. Like, mm. anyway, I'm, I'm but rambling. No, I don't think he was based on anyone. Not no. that I've uh, no, stumbled but. across in my goosey Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the FBI psychological profile, though, uh, the following information on this segment was taken from www.psychologytoday.com. <laughs> Dot com. Have you subscribed to that, son? Uh, no, but I thought I put it in there because I blatantly just copied and pasted the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now we can't get fucking sued or anything. We covered. I hope Sue anyway. me. <laughs> I hope anyway. Uh, yep, they got two categories. We've got organized offenders and disorganized offenders. And according to the offender and crime dichotomy, it's a good word. That's a good word. Uh, the organized word crimes. Of the day, that is. <laughs> word of the day. Word of the day. Organized crimes and uh, premedit- are premeditated and carefully planned, so little evidence can be found at the scene. Organized criminals, according to the classification scheme, are socially skilled, know right from wrong, and are not insane and show no remorse. Oh, here's a thought. That's tell, Dexter. Tell you, we'll also be serial killers like that, like mafia people and hitmen and stuff. They're technically serial killers. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. Uh, He's Johnny Tiglitz. Really Johnny Tiglitz. Hard man. I like, nothing. The, the Joey Diaz. What are they called? Enforcers. Enfor- yeah, exactly. He's enforcers. Like the guys who work for Pablo Escobar. Was that guy they interviewed him and stuff on the, um, <gasps> the Dark Tourist? Yeah, he apparently oh, killed him, the candy people or something. No, um, Joey Spaghetti Lips has eaten his last bowl of Gabagool. Boom, 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 boom. You know that guy. He says he's killed like 15 Italians, How American Italians. Over the, that is probably racist. <laughs> How long till the uh, <laughs> end of this month? <laughs> Perpetuated an Italian American stereotype. No, but um, they probably, that technically is serial killer. So you're, a, yeah. so you're a mafia capo or whatever. You've killed like 15, 20 different, you've whacked, sorry, 15 <laughs> to 20 different 
Gabagool eating. Uh, and what is Gabagool? Sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> yeah, literally sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> Ew. That's, that's a Troy McClure thing, isn't it? Troy McClure? No, that's the, uh, it's the mafia in The Simpsons. This fat Tony says to one of them, so I thought you said you were sleeping with the fishes. Yeah. Sleeping with, with the, the fishes. fishes yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this Troy McClure is the one who's got his like fish fetish, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it is. So they're referring to. Because it's, it's in it's all, it? it's in the episode where they marries like one of the Marge's sisters. And it's all for ah, just a look. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's coming right. back after the scandal. You're, yeah, you also marries. Yeah, I think sister. you are right. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry. But yeah, I guess because they get paid though, they're professional serial killers. Kind of like soldiers, but like also depends if they're into it. They get the dick wet when they're doing it. Again, kind of. But they still, yeah. if, you know. Well, that's a financially motivated serial killer. It is, a, yeah. Because yeah. you are like, I've killed 15 people because I work for the mafia. You're still a serial killer. But like, if, if they're other criminals, it doesn't matter. They're still, they're still people. But if your boss is like, oh, go, go kill that person. And you're like, oh, again? You know, okay. Or if I you're like, yeah, boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you never fucking ask. Yeah, true that. True that. Uh, we've also got the disorganized offenders. Uh, disorganized crimes, in contrast, uh, they're not really planned. Uh, the criminals typically leave evidence such as fingerprints or blood on the scene of the murder. There's often no attempt to move or otherwise conceal the corpse after the murder. Disorganized criminals may be, uh, they may be young under the influence of alcohol or drugs or mentally ill. They can make an effort, can they? Hmm? Make can an can effort, make an effort yeah. yeah. Clean up after yourself. The parents never Want your legacy? Them. Make an effort. <laughs> Uh, they often have um, like deficient communication or social skills and maybe of below average intelligence. Uh, disorganized offender is likely to come from an unstable or dysfunctional family. Uh, disorganized offenders have mostly been abused physically or sexually by relatives. Uh, they're often sexually inhibited, uh, sexually uninformed and may have sexual aversions or other like pathologies. Uh, they're more likely than organized criminals to be compulsive masturbators. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they're, they're often uh, isolated from others, uh, live alone, and they're frightened or confused during the uh, commission of their murders. Uh, they, they often don't have like a reliable transport, so they kill the victims closer to home than organized offenders, because obviously they can't get out and about, like... Uh, significantly disorganized offenders will often blitz kill their victims that is to use sudden and overwhelming force to assault them the victim's body is usually left where the attack took place and the killer makes no attempt to hide it so that was all taken from psychologytoday.com mm. nicely done learn something new so uh like i i go into it a bit later but like, but like i was I did put at the end of the disorganized one that Jack the Ripper would be a classic example of that, but I could really, opportunistic kind of yeah, I couldn't profile it because he had the knife on him, didn't he? He had the the skills to do it, and the yeah, that was it. It was like really on the fly butchery in London Underground, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like one, two, three, <coughs> <coughs> yeah, painted my numbers. He did some mad shit, man, Jack the Ripper. He did some I, mad I, shit. I've got quite a bit on him. As we get uh, moving on, uh, the two uh, two killers caught by the profiling, uh, one was Wayne Williams. There, there's a lot more than two, a lot more, but we'll just focus on these two for, for now. Uh, Wayne Williams, uh, he was in Atlanta, Georgia, and he was uh, the subject of the most recent series of Mindhunters. Welsh fellow, would you say? Mr. Williams. I don't like that. <laughs> Will Young. From Georgia. Wayne Atlanta, Williams. Georgia. 
pode te falar. Sounds like a rugby player, didn't he? Yeah, something like that. Godwin! Godwin! Oh, he's paralyzed! <laughs> oh, he slit his throat. Oh, fucking hell. African-American children would disappear at alarming rate to later be found murdered. It's been a murder. From uh, 1979 to 1981, as many as 26 children disappeared from their local neighborhoods. Scoff tangent for a second. You mentioned you, you caught a target there, right? But yeah. Midsummer Murders, how is there anyone left in that <laughs> town? Funny enough, I was talking to my sister about this yesterday. It's not a town, though, is it? It's probably like a it's generalized like a county, like a like. borough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, county yeah, borough yeah. or area of like Still. rural England. How so many seasons are there? there is, I imagine boroughs probably watch more episodes of this than any of the rest. Say there's of 50 together. to 60 hamlets and villages and small towns in that area. All of them have murderers. It's nuts. You know what I mean? I've watched my fair share of Midsummer Murders over the years, but... Yeah? yeah. I've never seen an episode. I, 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 quite, I, I, I quite enjoy it, yeah. you, you see some mad guest stars in there. They're like... You know, like the, the sort of underbelly of, of British films and like, stuff. Like, we you run see out of people to employ. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like some people you see and then later on in life they get bigger roles and like all of a sudden they're in like a big Marvel film. You're like, oh, fuck, you was in Midsummer Murders, you was. Like a Kickstarter to their career. Yeah, basically. Or like in... Um, like Masendai from like Game of Thrones. Yeah. She was in like Hollyoaks or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, because like Nick Frost know. and um, Simon Pegg films, you always see people from like. Uh, yeah, Jim Broadbent. Yeah, yeah. There's loads of big actors in those too. Yeah. Olivia Coleman, we were talking about earlier, she's not fuzz. She's a dippy police woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yarp. Yarp. That's a serial killer film now, Hot Fuzz. Yeah. That was a group of people, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the cult killings. The cult, yeah. For the greater yeah. good. Anyway, I, I've swung you right off topic again. So oh, I'm very fine, sorry I'm fine. doing this all the time. Uh, so yeah. basically, uh, the 26 African-American children, bang, gone missing. Uh, they were later found to be murdered. Uh, when Wayne Williams was arrested, that's a mouthful, uh, in 1981, as predicted by the profile, he was single, young, black male. Uh, they were also predicted that he had a dog, which turned out to be a uh, German shepherd. The dog was in on it, was he? The dog was in on it, he was, yeah. The dog Burying spurred the bones, him on. was his son. The dog spurred him on, son. Uh, the, hair found, uh, the hair was found of the victims on the victims of the German chair, but that's how they kind of indicated that. Ah, right. Uh, as well as the vehicle, it was uh, fitted with the police lights that were said to impersonate police officers and lure his young victims into the car. Wayne Williams was said to be the focus, uh, he was the focus point of the latest Mindhunters, and even though it explains the difficulties that in capturing him, uh, I'm going to follow up with some alternating theories on these murders, because in the show... It shows that the black community are pressuring the mayor and thus the FBI to find someone to basically pin these murders on. A scapegoat. So he could have been a scapegoat. I think chances are he does. Patsy. Hmm? It was a Patsy. Took patsy. Him in. Fall guy. Yeah, but if the, if the DNA was, like, hair was found on the dog. Hair of the dog, was it, sir? Yeah, but the only people to know that are the FBI, and let's be fair. And it could easily be... Uh, no, the FBI are fantastic. They never they lie. No, wait, yeah. we're in season two. Yeah, the FBI are cunts. <laughs> this is the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> FBI wouldn't do anything like that. What do you think they are? The CIA? Yeah. <laughs> they'd, never do, they'd never do anything dodgy. No, they'd never cover up 9-11s things or anything like that, would they? Never. No, God, no. Never in a million years. Yeah, so, so there was pressure from uh, the black community to... Because they obviously thought that no one give a, uh, give a shit about them, especially back then. So they, uh, they were pressuring the mayor and the FBI to solve these murders. Uh, Wayne Williams would only be arrested for the murders of two adult males, though. 
but never for any of the children. Uh, there were many who believed that the child killings could have been a result of the KKK, uh, a child paedophile ring, or even or like an organ harvesting operation. Jesus. Yeah. These, this is even coming from like the parents of the, the families of the kids that were missing. Like, I don't think KKK would kill kids. I wouldn't. Well, fuck knows. Maybe they would. I can't think of the KKK without thinking of that South Park episode where they're all dancing, flashing up their, um, their robes to see what's under their robes and they've all got colourful pants on and everything. <laughs> seen the KKK bit on like Django Unchained? Have no. you seen that? All coming back to Tarantino today. Seen on Red Dead. Oh, yeah. When they like hoist in the fucking mm. the cross up and it falls on them and they're all like crushed under. Uh, the KKK at this time being pushed to the fringes of society. I am fucking tripping over everywhere. Tripping through time, you son. Let's start over again. The KKK are being pushed to the fringes of society at this time, uh, leading people to believe that this made them more dangerous. Uh, you had like your police officers, you had your firefighters, and they were all in the KKK. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. There we go. Sick blood. Sorry. There were active uh, GD pedophiles in the area. (laughs) And uh, there's an old reference going back to like Newgrounds 2004. What's that game called? Are you a pedophile or something? Uh, (laughs) It's it's a little spotlight going across little kids like that. And it's got that music going, ooh, yeah. And, um, you, you know, you're top. supposed to pick pedo, uh, underage or not in underage. And, that is uh, a risky fucking, fucking risky like, game. Jeez. And you go like, not underage. And he goes, what? You goddamn pedo fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's Selena Gomez. And she's 13 years old. Just yeah, for the record, game. we were probably around 13 at the time while I was playing this. Just <laughs> oh, there was for the absolutely record. nothing. It was very in bad taste. Disclaimer. But it was completely illegal. <laughs> right it was there. on Newgrounds. It was just a very risky game. It wasn't illegal. Nothing dodgy. It was just very, very bad it says taste. Says it was yeah. there though, over the Newgrounds. Fuck it on. GD pedophile. So you had GD pedophiles in the area and witness statements that at least some of the killings were committed by these people. And here we go, delving deeper now. Uh, this is like reports from the the parents of the kids, like in interviews and shit. Uh, they said the CDC were also under fire for allegedly harvesting the kidneys, livers, and sexual organs of these young black children. A doctor at the time reported to one of the parents that interferon... Interferon. Interferon sounds like a <laughs> B&D character. <laughs> Fermulon. 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 Yeah. Uh, it's a protein used to signal your immune system and fight off cancer. It could be harvested through a penis before the child hit puberty. Uh, recent, yeah. Recent interviews show that even the parents of these children still to this day don't believe that it was Wayne Williams who murdered their children. One of them stating that there were hypodermic needle marks in the children's penises where the harvesting of interferon would be. <laughs> so that kind of goes from serial killer to batshit insane in like yeah. 0.5 that's how virus that is chopped off and given a thrones in here but harvesting in interferon um no I'm going slightly off topic piano but he was a boy whore wasn't he? he was bought from the his boy whore master who now by a, a customer oh god yeah <laughs> and yeah and he chopped off his Wilkins for use in some sort of black magic mm. and then just threw him out into the street to that's die rough. but so he didn't die because he's a spider mm. well he did die in the end let's not go into that let's move on smooth <laughs> the bite of a Porsche 
Uh, Williams also told a spokesperson who uh, then went on to do interviews with the news that he was recruited into the CIA and was sent on two missions into Africa. When he arrived at the villages, they were decimated and everybody was killed. Williams has said that he wasn't sure if this was due to chemical biological warfare or testing ground for the HIV virus during the time. Ebola. No, it was way back when. Like, Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> After after seeing this, he said that he left the program and wanted no part of it. The CIA were disgruntled and pinned the murders on him. Uh, my thoughts on this are super dubious, as there's no evidence outside of the, like Williams' statement that any of that is true. So, what do you reckon? Uh, well, he thinks he was testing AIDS on people. Like he thinks the that day. the government in the CIA were testing the HIV on uh, African villages. Can I ask what what became of, of of Wayne Williams? What became of him? He was arrested. Is he is he is he, what, is he alive now or is he? What, 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 how long are we talking? Do you know what? I'm gonna fucking what, what, Google what became of Wayne Williams? I don't know. Is Wayne yeah, Williams just, still alive? Be curious what, what became of. Just realised my old next door neighbour was called. Uh, <laughs> oh Wayne shit! Wayne just had a think. It's a very Welsh name. Criminal very relocations, this son. <laughs> Uh, as far as Google says, he's still alive. Do you know what? I can't believe I haven't got that. Does he live in... Uh, no. <laughs> live in, yeah, still, still alive, living in Merthyr Tidmouth. Glad you are. Christ. Jesus. Get his autograph. <laughs> there's a killer There's a killer called Sean Jenkins as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, British killer. Killed his daughter. Oh, Won't nice. a serial killer, just a killer. Yeah. Rough beans. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of... um. I think that, that wraps up Wayne Williams and more. On, Does anyone on make any more noise with that bad Chris? I know, good God, yeah. What are you eating? At least tell the people what you're fucking eating. <laughs> For the benefit of the tip, Gareth is eating a... What are you eating, bud? Space Raiders. <laughs> noise invader, are you saying? I'll tell you something. Chris split this. You can only get in, like, corner shops and things. You go to the supermarket, you can't get these stuff, but you go to, like... Don't find out in Waitrose, son. Tell you what I know. Oh, you, 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 there's certain things then that yeah, still right, exist purely for corner then. shops. Euroshop or uh, all, all the Euroshop are branding is all corner shops. What about the Happy Shop? Does that brand still exist? Uh, that's uh, corner shops, yeah. It's, they rebranded or? It's like Londis. Chef Ladder, is it, son? You've got, you got, you got your corner shops, right? You've got, you got, you got corner shops, and you've got your Premier, then you've got your Londis, and you've got your Happy Shop. Uh, they all like hard. sign up to these different, like, um, uh, oh, what you call the it? Industry like, sourcing. Indus- yeah, yeah. It's a bit scheme in terms of <laughs> when you, where you own the, the, the like a Londis, you've got, you've got to buy into the franchise. You've got to like you? choose your family. It's like like a Harry Potter. Choose your house. You've got your sorting hat, yeah. Anyway. You're going to Londis. you go to Londis, yeah. What's the other one? Right Stop. Right Stop. Uh, right Stop, you don't see right, them right anymore. Stop. They're like blue ones, isn't they? Right Stop. Local There's shop as well. One down the street from me. Yeah. Well, it used to be called Right Stop. Yeah, I don't know if it still is. The one in one up by yours is Longness, no? No, that's the other one. There's another one. Oh, down, right. Down Let's move to a premium. I think there are other ones over here. No, still Longness. Still Longness. Longness and Post Office, then. Probably even ship my Longness. Mm. I got Longness. They land nowhere on. Just so you know. Uh, so, yep, that was that was the long and short on Mr. Wayne Williams. I, I think he probably done it. So he's something like a paint and decorator. Wayne Williams. Yeah, Wayne Williams. Like, like you see on the side P&D. of a van, like, wouldn't it? Wayne Williams, Williams plastering. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. Which, no which, job, big or small. Which, Too big or small. Own Apple tea. Which font is on the side of the van, though? That's, that's what you've got to ask yourself. What what type of font person is he? Impact. I think I'd just be like... Italic, Standard black right in kind of job. He's not going to be Papyrus, is he? Comic Sans. Papyrus. Remember, remember that day we saw all the Papyrus fonts? 
on the M4. I lost a lot of respect for the band Burzum when they started using papyrus on their album covers. Lamb of God's papyrus, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. It actually is the Lamb of God logo. It's papyrus. Oh, no. Or papyrus-based font. Oh, dear me. Terrible. Papyrus? Papyrus, Maybe you might be papyrus. saying it right. We might have fucked. You know a lot more about Egypt Egyptian than we do. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Papyrus. It's like when you finally go to Egypt. It's like when you go to Spain and you order an Estrella and it turns out it's actually called Estrella, Estrella. Yeah. or Paella. And you yeah. just sound like a cunt. Like I, went, I went on a work studio the other day and everyone was like, oh, a pint of Estrella. And I got to the bar and I was like, oh, a pint of Estrella, please. And everyone was just like. Like a time rich ass from Astro Azuro. Yeah. <laughs> I say Estrella when I went there. I said Estrella. I oh, know you, you, you're familiar with the Spanish language, aren't you? Some, yeah. more, more so than your average. Uh, Brit. Yeah, We've gone so. massively off track. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Again. Papyrus. Yeah, let's, let's move on to um, a common one where people are definitely expecting this. Let's go on to Theodore Bundy, is it? Let's, let's move on to him. Here's some cracking pictures. We've got to do something with that picture. He's got his hand over his I head. didn't know his phone name was Theodore. Theodore Bundy. Ted, okay. Ted is short for Theodore. Well, I didn't realise. I thought his name was just Ted. Though. You're Matt Dean. People can't be just called Ted, though. Or Terry. Terry also is short Father for Theodore. Theodore. It's Terry, it's really. Change your Terry could be short for Theodore. Yeah. Oh, so I didn't Terrence. know that either. Yeah. Terrence. Yeah. yeah, Terrence. Terrence McKenna, Terry McKenna. I don't know. I thought he was Theodore. I'm sure it is. Ted, Terry, Ted. You are I'm trying to think of someone. I don't get, know why you're going to see If you're a Ted or a Theodore. Yeah. Ted Parsons. Yeah, Ted. It's Ted. I do apologise. I am wrong. I retract my statement. No problem. Moving on. I was mixing. I was making up, mixing up my uncle with the legendary drummer for Swans and Godflesh, Ted Parsons, sometimes called Theodore Parsons. Right. Not Terry, my uncle. Terry. My mate Terry. <laughs> Terry. Good. <laughs> 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 like you are. Uh, Theodore Bundy, though uh, Ted Bundy, originally maintained his innocence right up until death row. But uh, he earlier began to explain his methodology and possible insight into the way that somebody could have done something as such he was accused of. Uh, in videotape interviews, he only spoke in third person to avoid uh, stigma or confusion, That's, he that called it. That sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever that means. Anyway. But, but he detailed the possible psychology motives and primal desires in a way that he couldn't implement himself in the crimes or count as confession. So what he'd do is pretty much what you do. So, um, <laughs> do you put the word might in front of everything? If if somebody done something such as this, they might go around this way. If someone done something like that, they might think of it this way. You'd it's say. like when you post if, online if, about illegal drugs, you go, a friend of mine. A friend of mine, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Might go to the shop. Someone no. who isn't One might. <laughs> One might. <laughs> Sounds familiar. I can relate to that, yeah. Yeah. One can relate. One might relate. If one was inclined in such behaviour, one could uh, possibly... Uh, exactly like that. He was very... Um, uh, beating around the bush kind of style kind of guy uh, politician oh, oh. was he son? yeah actually he was he was in the world of politics for I, I feel like it's a lot of pomp and unnecessary grandeur to the world of serial colours like they love the uh, you know the attention the drama dramatised playing up to the uh, almost acting I, I yeah. don't know how much you it's know like about playing a character I don't yeah, know how much yeah. you know about Ted Bundy but this guy is fucking textbook exactly what you just said like I think that's why a lot of people uh are interested in him because he's just so fucking in your face like but it'll I don't know much about Bundy no I'm all, I know more about Je- I know a lot more about Jeffrey Dahmer than I do about Bundy Dahmer I'm going on him so tell us a bit about that later on is it? yeah Christ I can do that uh, t- 
Ted Bundy, though, a bit of his backstory then. His father wasn't known to him, and who he thought was his sister was actually his mother, and who oh, he believed... Christ. My mother's mother. Who he sister. believed were his parents, were really his grandparents. Christ alive. Yeah, that's a bit of a... That's going to fuck you up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I was kept away from him uh, for a long time, and he felt betrayed when this information was uh, eventually revealed, and that fits the uh, psychological profile that the FBI put forward of the unconventional kind of family going on. Not to say that everyone that's got an unconventional family is going to be a serial killer. Bit of a disclaimer there. It's like a family out of Texas, 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 Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Texas Barbecue Was massacre. that based on Ed Gein? I think with the whole skin and shit lying about, I think it is. I don't think Gein was like a chainsaw-wielding maniac, but yeah. I think he was only convicted of two people. The rest he dug up from graves as well. Yeah, he was Gein more of a just really strange, like making, making clothing out of skin and stuff. like Chairs out of like, people's faces. and things. Ooh, I showed Barra a picture of it before we started, funny enough, of a young Gein's chair. I recommend the Mudvayne song, Nothing to Gein. <laughs> oh, which God. is uh, all the grindcore band, Ed Gein. You know, straight to the point there. Why would you recommend any Mudvayne at all? Oh, the first Mudvayne <laughs> album, LD50, is fucking fantastic. That bass player is in the wrong band. I'll say that much. Oh, that fucking breakdown in uh, Dig, is bing, it? Bing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're going to isolate my Mudvayne bass tracks, it fucking... Well, the, the album after it as well. The beginning of All Things to End or The End of All Things to Come, they had two albums with really similar names. When they all had big alien heads and they had mm, the, the, sing, the single was... Not Crawling, fall, not, not falling, falling. <laughs> not falling. Yeah, um, but that wasn't a very good song. But the album was pretty good. I loved that song. Well, back in the day, loved it was it. it was a good tune, man. It was an inspiration for many. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do we do a song that was basically exactly the same? Yeah, I think we, it was called "Not Crawling." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did the same in um, Firestorm. We had a lot of songs which were really similar to Metallica songs, <laughs> riffs and lyrics, and then they were basically. I can um, imagine. I can't remember one example, but... All yeah. downstroke on the guitar. All downstrokes. Bow, bum, 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 in, be, in between the covers of American Idiot. Mm. Yeah, which totally didn't fit into the set. Yeah, Later no. on, we had a cover of um, Sugar We're Going Down. What's that song? Fall Up. Fall Up. Yeah. I remember that. It again, weird. it was like... It was odd. It was like really proto-metal, kind of like bare-bones metal. And then we had like Green Day cover and uh, Fall Up. It's cover. like you sprinkled it with pop-punk covers for some bizarre yeah. reason. I, I don't know. understand yeah. the decision-making. And, uh, I was in no way involved, like... As you can imagine, it's a power struggle. We even had a song in the end with a blast beat in it, but we broke up before we could play it live. Oh, never! Devastating. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Uh, Can someone segue me back in? Uh, Yeah. So transition. I don't know where are we, Jeffrey? No, um, Bundy. Bundy. Ted Ted Bundy. So what about Bundy? What? what, Where did he begin? Solomon Bundy. Uh, well, before uh, before we get into how he began, it's it's more of a makeup of like who he was before he began. Um, he had a long-term girlfriend that she never actually reported any abuse or indication that he was abusing her. Uh, he was social, often picking up girls in bars or crowded beaches. Um, he, he just had no shame. Like he, he was the one, that I think, what's it in? Hannibal, where he pretends to have a cast on his arm. And like he's like, oh, can you help me move this chair into my van? And then they're in there and he just like... Oh right, yeah, like the, the guy who was like, yeah, but there's in my van. Yeah, push your lotion. I can't do it. Can you do a good? Uh, in the basket. What's his name? Fuck, was his name? Puts the lotion in the basket. That guy. I don't know his name. What guy are you talking about? The guy who dances around in the mirror and stuff. I'd fuck me. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I can't think of his name though. Terrible. But um, I don't know. 
Yeah. I have no idea what you're on about. You've never seen Science of the Lambs? Buff- oh, Bill. Yeah. Bill uh, Buffalo Bill. There we go. Yeah. Buffalo Bill. Oh, I've seen Science of the Lambs, yeah. There you go. And he's like, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Yeah. What's yeah. that for us? That's a, no, not, not going to go. It's a long time ago I saw Science of the Lambs, man. Quite oh, a while. Good now. books as well. If you're fucking into a book, you're fucking class. It's the first time I've heard uh, Never Assume because you make an ass of you and me as well. Highly amused with that. Now my boss says it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hate it. I always say it and I hate myself for it. People say it at work and stuff. Well, I assume this is, I was like, well, you know what happens when you assume? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> uh, the Bundy though, uh, obviously the whole father situation was a little bit muddy in the waters. Uh, muddy waters? <laughs> <laughs> Caught me off guard. Uh, the first father figure, who was really his grandfather, was vile and described as tyrannical. The second father figure, called Johnny Bundy, so Bundy wasn't his original family name. Uh, after after he and his sister mother had then moved away from his parents' grandparents, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, uh, they had money and lived a, com- a comfortable life. So basically. From what I can tell, Bundy had this kind of divide, like a, du- a duality in his upbringing. Whereas his first uh, role model was a fucking dick. And the second role model had money and lived a comfortable life, which probably helped him in the eyes of uh, society and in the public. Uh, during his counsel, though, oh, fuck, hands it up. Uh, when he was uh, in court, uh, he sat in his own council to defend himself. Uh, he was extremely sure of himself in front of the media, even after the conviction and two escape attempts in which he murdered sorority girls during the time of the escape. He swears that he didn't do it and remained almost charming uh, once he was being filmed. So basically, he broke out of uh, court when he was being sentenced for, for a death sentence, run away, killed about, I think it was six to eight sorority girls during that time, and then... Just got himself caught again, pretty much. But he was his own lawyer during this time, and he was swearing that he didn't uh, didn't do it. Can you imagine that? Gonna gonna mm. go on a death sentence and be like, oh, I'll, I'll represent myself. I'll be just, fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. Can't fault his confidence, man. Can you? Fucking hell. In there, Christ, confidence out the arse, like. Uh, he was found guilty of killing two women and the attempted murder of three. He returned to court to face other charges. Uh, there, he proposed marriage to a witness. <laughs> On the stand, she said yes, and for, uh, the following day, the fuck? Uh, he was sentenced to his second death penalty. How can you die twice? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. You motherfucker! <laughs> 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 I'll kill you twice. <laughs> <laughs> question. No, he, he just killed uh, killed so many people that he was he was just multiple convic- deaths. Like, yeah, yeah, multiple sentences. I get you. Multi sentences. I get you. But yeah, when he was uh, in court going down for his second death penalty, he asked one of the witnesses to marry him. She said yes. And then when he was uh, on his death row, he actually had a family and his kid was like basically raised in the prison Good God. alongside him. I never heard his album, man. Ted Bundy's? Mm-hmm. Album? He was on death row. Oh, fuck's sake, Sean. I'm lost there. <laughs> Did he come over to Aftermath? Though? Death, death row, records. Oh, records. Record, yeah. 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 Ah, Jesus. Wasn't uh, involved with the aftermath staff. Uh, perhaps he believed that he didn't do it, and that's why he maintained his innocence right up until until the death row. Uh, and he wore like the the metaphorical mask of like a father figure, a secondary father figure. Uh, he may have genuinely believed he didn't do it, or compartmentalized it so well that he just shut it all off completely because he wasn't wearing the mask of the killer at the time. 
he swears down that he's not split personality uh, not 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 much wrong with him like that but i don't know i i very curious i, I thought like uh he went through four lawyers claiming incompetence he cross-examined <laughs> four might be a theme there <laughs> Uh, he cross-examined the detective uh, that was first on the scene himself, asking him to, like, retell the details of the bodies in extreme detail, uh, perhaps reliving the murders vicariously through the description of the scene, even during court. Uh, I think that was, like... Because he was charming all the time that he was in court, but asking this guy to, like, retell the story in detail was... Uh, it was like an overlap of masks, I guess, like... Uh, defendants cross-examine the key witnesses is extremely unusual in court, uh, but Bundy acting as his own defence lawyer didn't seem to gain anything from a legal pers uh, perspective by asking the detective to go into the depraved details. He kind of used sympathy to lure his victims in, like we were saying earlier, with the arm and the cast kind of thing, like yeah, uh, which indicates that he does have a sense of empathy, uh, projecting the victim's empathy and using it for his own personal gain, but. Like a Ed Gein was his own. <laughs> his own gain. But the the sense of empathy is kind of warped. Like the, the possibility to feel guilt or remorse for the crimes is there, but something seems to be blocking it. Or perhaps certain people don't get affected by it the way that a normal person would. It's like, fuck, the, the guilt of that shit would fucking rack me. Like, you know, if, uh, I can't imagine wanting to go out and do that anyway. I think... Uh a lot of people feel like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's got to be something mentally wrong with you to to enjoy doing, you know. Or you can somehow compartmentalize it, so you kind of like it's like when you're doing anything wrong, isn't it? As long as you can mm. not feel guilty about it, you can just do it. As long as you get away with it. But why? Why would like I? We all go through our day. We have a shit day, and you're like ah, oh, you know, I can fucking kill someone. Like, but. No. You know, to, to, to go out and fucking do... What do you mean? You work... I'm surprised you don't do it. You work, son. Cutting open your boxes with your knives. Like, I'm not allowed to speak about it. Sign the agreement. On disclosure. Yeah. No, but... Um, to, to think something and to do something are two completely different things. It's like part of evolution, really, where when we were cavemen or whatever, that then, obviously... If, you, if someone done you wrong, you'd kill them. That was that. Yeah. But it's before as, the Bible says, as, right? Uh, yeah. Taught us how to live. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as we've evolved and we've got a society with rules now. We live in a society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, it's obvious, obviously frowned upon. It's frowned upon. It's wrong. <laughs> um, but so yeah. You think it's, it's like animal instinct to yeah, actually. It could be. Go for it, like. Yeah. Yeah. To, to fight and murder and kill, rather, is one thing, but to. Serialized. No, I know, I know. It's like, oh, that was fun. Do that again. You know. Mind you, they get the Aztecs and shit. They were just killing hundreds of people. Yeah. Sack, keep, keep the sun in the sky. Yeah. Fucking yeah. keep the sky happy. Keep the sky god. Give us yeah. rain. Give us food. I think, I think on that note, we're going to have a little break, refresh ourselves, and uh, come bouncing back. Yeah. yeah. Christ time. And now, live on the sea, is David Megatronosaurus T-Rex with a report. Thank you, Mr. Mustache. As you can see, I'm outside the newly developed play therapy session centre for adults having trouble with their murderous rampages. A new law under Parliament enables these serial killers to now come to this play therapy centre twice a week in lieu of jail time. 
Standing with me outside the newly constructed building is local cabbage eater, Leaf Hungarian, and Mr. Intolerable Boomer. Miss Hungarian, what do you think of the new facility that houses these serial killers twice a week being so close to you and your family? Well, first off, I believe the term serial killers is a bit derogatory, don't you think? It's a demographically proven that differently urged people that are the minority in today's society. This blatant targeting and harassment of these individuals who express themselves in a manner that most people really aren't used to and are quite intolerant to. Uh, they, they should have a safe space where they can explore these urges and impulses to their own liking. And while you're at it, what do you mean by Miss Hungarian, eh? Or family? Who do you think uh, you are with these labels? You people fucking disgust me. Thank you, uh, Hungarian. Some great insight there. And moving on to another local resident, Mr. Intolerable Boomer. What are your thoughts on this situation? Back in my day, we wouldn't have any of this. Let me tell you, we wouldn't have... Forefathers wouldn't have stood for this. They'd have been shot at birth. Kill them when they're born. Kill, kill them when they're babies. Join me now as I enter the facility to speak to some of the temporary residents. Mr. Keeps Boobs in Fridge. Do you find the methods here humane? Are you happy with the result of this new law? I, I, I like it when the red paint slides through my fingers. I like, I like the red paint. I like, I like it when it slips. Uh... We also have Mr. Shut Up Bitch or this will hurt more with us. Can... can anybody find him? We don't know where he's gone! Unfortunately, we're unable to locate Mr. Shut Up Bitch or this will hurt more. Let's return to Leaf Hungarian and her woke ideals. What, what, what do you mean we can't find her either? Where the fuck's she gone? Oh, ah, she's bullshit. Oh, jeez, uh, that didn't sound good, guys. I hope Miss, Miss Hungarian's all right there. Hey. Yeah. What a situation. Okay. What a pickle. What <laughs> a... Oh, dear. Right. So, part... Part de. three, two, part two. Hot shot, part two. But uh, If you just two. Fuck knows where we are. But anyway, <laughs> do... Or wh- do wh- not. Why, why is it that the serial killers uh, aren't, like known to wear masks then because you got your standard burglars you get your car thieves you get everyone and they generally try to obscure their faces but uh, in, in popular culture you don't see serial killers kind of covering their faces or anything they're not luchadors son how do you know might be that could be it that could be the commonality between them all but yeah but if they were every, luchadors they'd wear a mask wouldn't they every serial killer is a luchador unless that's the, that's the secret to luchador killers is they, they, they don't wear their masks it's the complete fucking opposite oh right? they never get caught Ray Mysterio fucking going around 619 in people without his mask on, killing him. 619, nice. Booyaka, booyaka. 619. Uh, you got your you got your Ed Gein though, and he, uh, he had multiple masks made out of human flesh, but it's not known if he if he wore them during the killings. Uh, it's believed that the Zodiac killer wore a mask uh, to commit five of the murders, but considering he was never caught, that can't be confirmed. I was going to say, they didn't catch the Zodiac killer? They did they? not. Uh, what's his name? Couldn't fucking tell him. Um, no, he's t- t- Ted Cruz. Ted Kaczynski, the Zodiac killer. Ed, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted, Ted. Ted Cruz is the politician, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, him. He's a Zodiac killer. Um, no, but all depictions show the Zodiac killer with a fucking, like, an executioner's kind of hood on. It's pretty creepy, sis. But, um, 
<laughs> the audience wouldn't even hear for that kind no, of uh, that rambling. Yeah. That's going to come out of nowhere. That is yeah. only the old ones are right. I bet Andy's going to have a little laugh. <laughs> that, he? He's got. I remember that. <laughs> Just get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got uh, Ramirez who wore this guy's this just his uh, glasses and fake facial hair. Um, he had one of those, you know, those are joke setups. You, you know, with the fake nose. Oh, yeah. yeah, I used to wear them. Uh, ah, yes. You went so far. Yes, I see. You know your disguise as well. You went so far as changing his name and his social security number. Uh, but the majority of killings seem to be without the mask and. I don't know why that is. Could it be... It's not like Scream then, is it? Or, or, or Friday the 13th or Halloween. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, all the, the, the big Hollywood films, They've serial killers are always got masks yeah. on. And that's their kind of focal point, Hush isn't it? Hush is another one as well. Oh, yeah, with the blank yeah. kabuki mask. Yeah, Psycho. Yeah. Has he got a mask? He's got a mask. He's got a weird... Just, like, slip, you see him, do not mask, though, Is that a kabuki mask as well, is it? The white blank face. Is that, that, they, no, they kabuki it's masks? Kabuki, mask. I don't think kabuki, kabuki mask. mask is Joey Johnson kind of. Yeah, but it is. They're usually blank. Joey Johnson paints all the c- stupid colours on them. The kabuki yeah, mask is supposed to be blank, isn't it? I'm pretty sure Corey's looked like leather kind of tied around his face, is it? During psychosocial? Yeah. No, no, no wasn't, yeah. that wasn't psychosocial. That was subliminal verses, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, subliminal verses, volume three. Yeah. It was the fourth album. Psychosocial was the blank one. Just saying. Psychosocial. What do you say? Well, they called it volume three, even though it was their mm-hmm. fourth album. Yeah. Uh, it always irked me. Ah, can't. Fucking stupid fox. Uh, what about, uh, d- do you think it's possible the serial killers could be more of a first world problem kind of thing? That doesn't sound quite but um, do organised methodical killers operate within third world countries? Uh, what I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah? Definitely. As methodical as probably not. Western but, killers? But like you, you look at some, like for example, South Africa and like Johannesburg and places like that. Knife and gun crime is absolutely rife. No doubt they're oh, serial killers. Out of necessity half the time. But not necessity. It's, it's but it's like the law. Like, there is a law, but it's so much corrupt. of it going on. And corruption as well. I've got um, a list yeah. of convicted serial killers by country. If you oh. Give me a country and I'll tell you if there's a serial killer. Uganda. You, oh, good shout. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's go back. Let's go all the way to the bottom. Jeez. We're on R, J. Ah, oh, it's not even in fucking order, you freaks. Why would it not do it in alphabetical order? Search a web page for Uganda. Can you do that on a phone? Probably. She might live It's 2020, so you should probably be able to do it. We went down by Spain now. Sweden, Tunisia. Fucking Christ. People going right to the bottom. There have been any Welsh Uga- serial killers? Uruguay. No, there is no Uganda. Uzbekistan, Uruguay, That's United States, States actually, Venezuela, yeah. Yemen, Zambia, Zimbabwe. Are there any Welsh ones? No. Hmm. There must have been a Welsh serial killer, yeah. surely. Not that they've found yet. Yeah, exactly. Trying to think now. Oh, yeah, there's Zimbabwe. This is a good one. Richard McGowan, also known as Dr. Death. Scottish doctor responsible for administering fatal doses of morphine to at least five patients from 1986 to 1992. He was convicted only of two counts of culpable homicide and sentenced to a year in prison after which he was released and returned to the UK. Is that Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe. Yeah, man. You're in prison for five murders. 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 That's fucked. Was he as meticulous as the, the Bundy, though? Uh, none of the top ten South African serial killers fit the FBI's profile uh, crossing ethnicity, same sex, uh, more than one person involved, usually stealing victims' money, 
Uh, most seem financially motivated as opposed to sexual gratification of the most notorious Western killers, with the exception of Moses Sithall and Tell me about this Moses fellow then. Moses Sithall, it was it was quite nasty. I think it was kids like raping and uh, killing oh, kids. Oh wow, that is pretty grim. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't write much about him because it is not very nice. Uh, the conclusion from the research is that serial killers are not actually a first world problem, but the types of crimes and methodology for finding the perpetrator are more advanced and meticulous in the first world, uh, leading to the killers themselves to be more devious in their crimes. This coupled with scare tactics from prominent media and news yeah. coverage leave us to believe that the feeling the serial killers are more prevalent in the Western and world. That's a big part of most things that happen, in the, the bad media. things that happen in the world is the media blows it up out of proportion. Like, 100%. look at the coronavirus is going on now. Carlin flu. You know. Have you seen that fucking market? Foster. Have you seen that market it came from, apparently originated from? No. Or like, uh, I think... Bullshit. Out of, well, out of, the, out of the first 45 to 50 uh, cases, um, all but 15 of them apparently stemmed from a pneumonia outbreak due to food eaten at that market. Oh, no, no, no. It was from our bio labs and <laughs> guaranteed. Is it is a level four bio lab within uh, Wuhan? Wuhan? I don't know you say it. Wuhan. Wuhan tank. Wuhan it's a level four bio. Yeah, and they were dealing with deadly viruses. Like, come on. This is the Steecast Conspiracy Come Hour. On. Come on. Oh, like, I, bet I know, someone, I know just, someone just didn't wash their hands. They went outside, rum, <laughs> rummaged around in our market stall and bought Had some bat soup. Had some bat fucking soup, yeah. Can't think of anything worse. Bat shit crazy. <laughs> guano. Uh, we got reoccurring themes within... That was bat soup, is guano. Nah, Sorry, that's you. bat poo. It's Ace Ventura. Ah, right. Guano. 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 Cannibal Cops were in that film. It's a random one. <laughs> yeah. Were they? <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's on stage with them at one point. I don't really know why. Yeah, he's running away from someone, isn't he? I, ca- I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen the Pet Detective. Um, the, the two of them are great. When H calls is great as well. Which one? The second one? Yeah, when H calls. I think that's really good. So at the end that's that's where the, Guano comes from. Is the woman who's got the tuck job? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Pet Detective. Is that, yeah. That's fucking funny. He's like ripping her clothes yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. They edit that heavily now. Um, Do they? That uh, Pet Detective modern day, yeah. Because obviously it's... 2020. 20, yeah. Nudity. Can't see nudity. Graphic it's violence, PC. even the most non-watershed television it's, it's, it's programs. Not that. Can't it's even PC mention Yes, yeah, it's, it's PC. It's because of the reasons why he just Carolyn. had a sex change, really. What a sex change? In Bad Pet guy. Detective. Oh, Bad right. guy. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> when nature calls. Uh, recurring themes of uh, possession. The victim becomes forever one with a killer. And the place of death is sacred, drawing the killer back to it. Uh, this is in the case of Bundy and Kemper. There seems to be like this kind of a crazy spiritual or cosmos connection with a lot of them, which is really weird. And it shows it in the interviews that they they see the sites of the killings as basically religious. And they hallowed revisit, ground. Hallowed ground, yeah. And they revisit it and a lot of them have a wank <laughs> when they're back there. <laughs> Fapping out in the fucking chapel. Lawrence seemed to do I think um, any any other like uh, little little tidbits we've got before we skip over that section. Uh, well, not particularly. Was I remember reading. I remember. Oh, well, I was I was sampling interviews with Jeffrey Dahmer for one of many musical musical prod, uh, projects I had going, and um, with him it was uh, again. This is from interviews with him rather than FBI. <laughs> behavioral uh, analysis but it was like a power thing 
It was like possession, yeah, like, possession, and wanting to like own or like dominate them completely. It was always men as well with um, Jeffrey Dahmer, I think. Yeah, men. yeah, yeah. He was. I don't know. Was he gay? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, what, yeah. what are the Black Dahlia murders? I know you probably know about that. I don't know. I don't know nothing about those. Oh. Are they old? They sound old. It sounds like a book, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah the Black Dahlia murders. The band, didn't it? The band, yeah. Really um, weird, like, mixed genres and stuff. The old uh, Black Dahlia murder. Um, pretty hardcore, sis. Pretty fast music. Sis. Sis. <laughs> Off Mills. <laughs> I don't think Mills have ever had songs about serial killers. No. I'll be honest with you. I can, can, I, out. can I name drop um, I'll name drop um, oh god Mortician um, oh, Mortician Mortician played with them in uh, 1996 mate um, <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the other one Basement Torture Killings name those name drop those all their songs and stuff are based oh, on BT, serial killers BTK BTK it's a play on BTK, BTK which is buying torture killers great band there I saw them at Flash Party that's the bad just bag yeah. it sack it a bunch of folks as well Sam, Sam Wall came up with some I, great names. I just imagine guys. anyone that's listening to this now that has no idea about the, the sort of grindcore scene anywhere listening to these band names and just, they're just like, <laughs> yeah. what are they all Basement Torch Killings yeah, are real, a real greasy goths if you're British like it, death metal band from London. Fantastic band. Yeah, they are good. They are good. Um, but yeah, they all dress up like doctors and oh, they're that, like, one of them's uh, got like a fucking tights on his head. The other one's got like a full doctor's Surgeon's apron and the kind of mask. All the lyrics, super confusing. They're not as bad as like, say like early carcass or whatever, but they are quite uh, graphic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, um, tangent, early carcass yeah. beyond some. It's also a band called Dharma, which are really good. Yeah. Dharma. Dharma Initiative. Dharma and Greg. Dharma and Greg. <laughs> Your Dharma is my Dharma. My Dharma is the road. <laughs> <laughs> May the road May the rise road. up and meet your wheels. Oh, oh that, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's the awkward, like, four-minute silence at the end of that conversation that fucking gets me. Yeah. Twin Peaks, if anyone's... Uh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. That's tw Michael, Michael Sarah's cameo on Twin Peaks, if, if anyone's wondering what we're referencing. Absolutely fantastic. I watched Zombieland 2 the other day. He's in yeah. that, isn't he? Is he in there? Is it him? No. Is no, he in there? Oh, Jesse. Like I always... Yeah. They, they're kind they're of the same generation. Similar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though they're not... Yeah, I enjoy Zombieland 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like the... a lot of laughs in it. Especially like. when they're, they're in the Elvis place and the other two people <laughs> come over and they're exactly... <laughs> yeah. It's the guy from Silicon Valley. Yeah. 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 I've seen that. Yeah. He's in the. He's. Uh, they reference him, do they? Yeah, they do. If I find out who married, so no, is it, I almost married you. <laughs> Mary Walker what, was. What do you mean married? <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, Speaking of killing Murray, um, Herman Webster Mudgett, aka Doctor Henry Howard Holmes, aka H. Oh. H. Holmes, from the 1860s to the 1890s. The original uh, Triple H is a the original. <laughs> He's a doozy. This one's a good one. I, I do find it's this not them glorifying this in any way, shape, or form. No, I think favorite is a really weird word to choose when you're on a serial killer. This is your all time favorite. You see, all time favorite. <laughs> you're my all time favorite. <laughs> see how James profiles. I had this girl the other day. Like she was like, uh, "Oh, tell me about your dogs, and then tell me who your favorite serial killer is." And I think favorite is a really strange kind of. That's a weird transition. Can I, can I say something possibly controversial? No. Bitches love serial killers. I know. What is that about? Don't what is that about? Bitches love serial killers. Write at me, at Stcast. Am I oh wrong? Oh, my God. I, I, I honestly... I, I wish I knew, like... Serial killer. 
H.H. Holmes, though. H.H. Holmes. He's a good one. He's a good one. He, was, he was a con artist, a snake oil peddler, a teeth man. Uh, he was the subject of more than 50 lawsuits in Chicago. 50 fucking lawsuits against someone. That took up a lot of his time. I don't know. He don't really this house him. you sold me has a secret death maze in the basement. <laughs> I'm going to sue you. Don't be so silly. Uh, in 1887, Holmes bought an empty lot and acquired contractors to construct a two-story building of which he'd turn into apartments and retail spaces. When the construction was complete, Holmes refused to pay the contractors and was subsequently sued again. And in 1892, he added a third floor to the building, telling investors that it would be used as a hotel for the upcoming World Columbian Expo. The third floor was never completed, and suppliers discovered that Holmes was hiding the supplies in hidden rooms and corridors throughout the building, of which, again, he'd never paid for. If this was pure frugality, or is that how you say that? Frugality. Frugality. Frugal- yeah, that sounds right. Frugality or an attempt to leave no paper trail or to add confusion to the true layout and blueprints of the building, it was unknown. But basically, he would, he would get these contracts in. It's like, Sean, you sit, you're getting someone to fucking pull that curtain up and being like, nah, I'm not fucking paying you. Like, you know, I'm not my money. <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, only you'd kill people behind the curtains or something like that. Uh, I, 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 I won't buy in until you've done your bit, actually, sorry. Because I might ask questions and you're going to reveal the answers to. So I do continue. I do apologize. Fair, 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 fair. Uh, eventually, you me. I could speak. You <laughs> 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 like that one, son? Uh, eventually, the building was finished and it, uh, it consisted of three floors and a basement. The first floor was a storefront. The third floor was said to be apartments. The second masqueraded as a hotel, but was in fact an elaborate maze of corridors that didn't go anywhere. Torture rooms are included chutes that went vertically down to the basement where Holmes placed acid vats, quicklime and crematoriums where he would burn the bodies. There were also hinged walls and false partitions, secret passageways and airtight rooms fitted with pipes where he would pump gas into a chamber. Uh, Then down in the basement was a surgical table where he would dissect the victims, then go to sell their organs and bones on the black market and to medical facilities, uh, including colleges. You know, you the skeletons in... um, like bio labs yeah yeah that, that's where Jeez. that's where they come from come from Holmes's basement so. he confessed to 27 killings nine of them were confirmed several of them who he claimed were dead were actually still alive but the figure could reach somewhere as high as 200 is said right yeah. It's the elaborate construction of the hotel which gets me there's a podcast on this um, which is not ours um, <laughs> and this uh, it, it's like how did he construct the hotel like death maze Without anyone knowing what it was, he he um, it's mad. Yeah, isn't it? Like he hired like multiple contractors, and you only give him like sections of blueprints. So they they only you know yeah go for it. You only know what you need. Oh, need to know basis kind of thing. Like uh, I think there's no doubt that the Holmes was an incredibly organized killer, possibly uh, psychopathic and narcissistic in nature. Uh, imagine the effort of constructing a fucking building with the full purpose of murdering people. I mean. <laughs> I, I'm too lazy to build a fucking house to live in. Never mind fucking doing it to kill someone. Now. Think of the cleanup as well, Christ. I know, I know. Well, that's it. Straight into the vats down the bottom. Into the drink. Into the drink. Craig Charles. If they had CCTV footage of it, they'd dub it over with Craig Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Opening a fucking door and it's just bricks behind it. Oh, it's the wrong one. <laughs> it's Takeshi's castle. Yeah, it's Takeshi's. <laughs> Christ. Oh, Christ. Like- Takeshi's castle is in the wrong century to be the Hunger Games, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like, if it was 100 years in the future, <laughs> right. it'd be like the running man. You know, it'd be like, they'd be hunting down these, they'd be cyborgs hunting down these poor fucking Japanese in people. Like, castle, right? they Jap- they're Japanese, they're Japanese, they're Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Fantastic. Uh, everything that he has done, though, has led me to believe that his motivation was purely financial. He gained money from his guests at the hotel, the influx of revenue uh, from the expo. But he didn't get much repeat custom. <laughs> I can't imagine he did. <laughs> <laughs> Probably have you seen, uh, seen my missus anywhere, but he's like, oh, yeah, she's upstairs, come in. <laughs> Very, uh, very few reviews on uh, on Google. Yelp. Like. <laughs> yeah, fucking Yelp down there. Worst night of my life. Yeah. <laughs> One star. Died. <laughs> I'm, I write this as I'm dying in a vat in the garage. There's a reference for you now. <laughs> That's a brick and mortar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he Christ. gained money from, uh, from what the victims had on the person at the time of the booking into hotel, which was probably a decent sum, considering we had no uh, hole-in-the-walls cash machines. Uh, he even profited from the remains of the victims. Um, you've got to give it to the guy. He covered a lot of his bases. He just made money left, right and centre. Is it at the end of the day? Well, my stomach's going. So How did he get caught? I can't remember. The capture and arrest. Uh, Holmes left <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Holmes left Chicago in uh, 1894 after insurance companies were on his arse and uh, attempting to prosecute him for arson. Arson, arson. Arson, arson. They on, they? They're on his arse about the arson. <laughs> he was later seen in Fort Worth uh, where he would try and purchase more property and again try and fiddle suppliers and contractors out of money in an attempt to build another murder castle. In July 1984, he was finally arrested for the first time, not on the charge of murder, but on the charge of trying to sell mortgage goods. He was bailed out and after a few botched life insurance scams, he ended up killing his partner in crime, Benjamin Pitzel, by knocking him out, chloroforming him, and then setting him alight. Uh, Pitzel <laughs> had a... Wow, that's grim. <laughs> yeah. But Pitzel had a life insurance policy, uh, which the two were going to do a kind of fake death kind of life insurance scheme. But because he actually killed him, he had the body, so he just collected the money for the killing. Oh, wow. He was arrested again on 90, uh, 17th November 1894 on the charge of horse theft, but the authorities were deeply suspicious of his other activities during this time. Uh, that kind of ended his killing spree then, which is, again, uh, suspected of over like 200 people. In 1896, Holmes was put to death by hanging. Uh, his only request was that his coffin be encased in cement and buried 10 foot deep for fear of grave robbers. Uh, his neck didn't snap during the hanging and he remained alive for 15 minutes after the trap had been sprung. Bloody hell. Being pronounced dead after 20 minutes. That is grim. Wow. Ghost. <laughs> what's, that, what's that film? It's got like Johnny Depp and uh, what's his face? Heath Ledger in and stuff. It was like Heath Ledger's last film. Parnassus. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. one, yeah. And like he's he hangs from like the bridge and he puts like a, a tube in his throat so it, it leaves the throat open when you're hanging and you can breathe Ugh. while you're hanging it's I, kind I of what magicians that. do when they fake like hangings and stuff it's really incredibly risky oh yeah but um but yeah could you do that while sort of erotically asphyxiating yourself <laughs> asking for a friend yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i hear it like down on a lemon but i don't think that'll do the job to be honest with you bojangles bojangle yeah do the old, uh, what do they call I can't remember what they call it. It's good though. Yeah. Take them to the trees. The grandson of H.H. H. Holmes, uh, Jeff, how do you pronounce that? Mudget? Mudget? Mudget. Mudget? I'd say Mudget. Mudget. Yeah. Jeff Mudget is a name. He inherited two diaries written by Holmes, and in the diaries were detailed descriptions of some of the murders. Uh, there was a story of his childhood rape at the hands of a priest, uh, and the story of the staged execution and escape from prison. 
So apparently Holmes didn't die, he uh, escaped from prison. Though the body of Holmes was exhumed, examined and positively ID'd, his grandson sticks by the claim that he escaped the execution and, and run away. When he gets so far old, though, there's no like way of quantifying, is it? He could have gone anywhere. Mm. He could have, yeah. Be it's, it's, it's in the wind. You know? It's back in the Wild West, like this was. It was fucking... Uh, frontier he, days. Yeah. He claims that uh, he escaped prison and lived a life lurking in the shadows. Subsequently, he also claimed that in the diary we, it contains... Huh? <laughs> contains excerpts. Shadow. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, glanced over that one, Em. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> uh, contained parts on um, Holmes's time in London during the Whitechapel murders with pages describing training sessions of which Holmes and his assistant would go out and kill multiple prostitutes in order to cause a sensation in England. The mutilation of the Ripper's victims compared to the seemingly financial motivation of Holmes trying to cover up his real goal, in this case, uh, was hyster uh, hysteria. His real goal was to harvest uh, uh, rich women's ovaries to make like a youth serum, as the ovaries of rich women were supposedly uh, healthier in hormones. I uh, see. Jeez. But so he was killing prostitutes during the Whitechapel. Time of, but they can't be. They were rich women, surely. No, 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 no. They, they killed. They killed. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, his grandson is saying that they killed the prostitutes so that it would cover up from the fact. Yeah, they killed the prostitutes oh, in such a way okay. that it was so gross and grotesque that it would take Cover away from the killings right. of the rich people. Okay. Uh, with Holmes being known to lie and being a con artist, I'm not sure that the theory holds much ground, but it's an interesting one, I think. Didn't they, didn't they say that Jack the Ripper fled to America, though, in the end? It was his reign of terror. Is that what they say? Yeah, that's what they say. So and they say there was a possible Ripper killing... Uh, in America? Yeah, that's what they say, didn't they? New York. Yeah. That's what they I say. Remember, I remember you. That's what they say. They say it's possible that uh, there was a killing where he went or whatever. I've never heard the Holmes link to Ripper thing before. His, uh, his grandson swears by it, and also, like... um. Sounds like he might have a screw loose. I don't know, he wrote a fucking... Yeah, he wrote a book and he had like a brain tumour and he was on. He's showing like hallucinations, writing about the hallucinations he had and his, his grandfather was coming back and haunting him and shit. I got a little bit on this guy called Carl pa Pazram uh, that in 1920, a thief named Carl Panzram broke into the home of former President William H. Taft, stole his gun and over the next few years became a serial killer and killed 10 people with Taft's gun. Stole the president's gun. Fucking ballsy. ballsy move, yeah. That is a ballsy move, isn't it? That's a power move. It is. Jay, look at this. This president's gun. Nice. How, how can I be unique? <laughs> yeah. I think we can move on to the Ripper now. Oh, the big gun. Oh, I did, a I did a Ripper tour in London. For real? Mm -hmm. got how far away are each... They're quite a long distance. Well, I felt like actually just wandering around East London, but like Did they a lot of the sites are like now built on top of. Mm, you'd be like yeah. approximately in this area, it's a fucking NCP car park. <laughs> you know, Did you have fucking yeah. all they're in stations that show. might not uh, exist anymore. Yeah, that would be great. Do you know what he's doing now? Like that would have been amazing. Now it's just some fucking Cockney wanker in a fucking die cap. Um, or Barry, whatever the fuck. Um, no offence to Cockneys. He had like a black hat on. Oh, like, Hello, sir. I'm going to take you on this lovely tour. So I am. Oh, That's not his accent. No. But so no, I am. No. Just, so he's Irish. <laughs> 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 he's uh, everywhere in a pork pie, surely. 
Is it a pork pie hat? Is no, it? a pork pie hat's like the flat sort of like Should imagine a top almost? hat that's been fucking slammed down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't a pork pie. It was like it was like a beret or a die cap or some shit. It'd be a flat cap, I imagine. It was a flat cap. It was yeah. like a peaky blinders kind of yeah, cap. Yeah, flat cap. Die cap. Fucking blinders. Was, I swear on me nan's grave. This I'm, is where I'm it pretty happened. sure only Welsh people call it a die cap. I'm fairly certain of that. I think so. Yeah. so. They've also got those uh, like farmery kind of texture to it, haven't they? Yeah. Like yeah. But like that's not that's not just Welsh though. I've seen like English people. Yeah, 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 like Farming yeah, yeah. types. But it's just it's just the name that I think Welsh people are just christened the flat. What do they cap. call what it? What do English people call it? Flat yeah. caps. Just flat caps. Flat caps. Flat caps. Boring. It is David Cap. Straight wrong. David Cap. David Cap. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Live on air. Mm. Quite a fitting one for the speaking episode. Of, well. uh, yeah. Speaking of David Capitations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Ripper is a mixed bag when it comes to the standard traits of the serial killer. He was disorganised in that he would uh, presumably kill his victims where he found them, mutilate the body post-mortem, and the killings were within a small area, suggested he was never too far away from his base East and his landing. comfort zone. East fucking landing. I fucking saw a diagram, and it obviously it's bullshit, but it was in like a pentagram shape, the killings oh, were, I'm sure, whatever, and see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, but... Kind of goes to show that there was like a central nexus kind of point, like uh, he Unimatrix one. Like he where didn't target anyone, did he? He was kind of by chance on who was around. Like, it was just who was yeah. of the night, wasn't it? Yeah, he was chopping up the working women of the. That's that's kind of why he was. I, I thought he was disorganized a bit, like in the. It was more impulse, but like yeah. he must have went out with the thought, "I'm gonna kill someone." I just mm. don't yeah, know. Yeah, but who, he's, like. just, he's just milling around in the the that time late at night looking for. You know, oh, this will do. This is an opportunity. The one's That's around. <laughs> you know, uh, he was organised in the way that he would take his murder weapon with him, uh, keep it sharp enough to execute the kill quickly, uh, including uh, indicating that he was walking around with premeditated intention of murder and basically stalking his hunting grounds. Uh, the letters that he would then talk to authorities with again point towards an organized killer. During the letters, he described cannibalism and collecting trophies from the murders and seemingly enjoying the fact that he was leaving so many clues and couldn't get caught. Uh, like, what he, you know, what he, what he done then because you went on that tour. Like, you know, he'd kill them and then he'd pull out the guts and shit. Like, mm. which all is, sorts of mad shit. It was a really bad one on the London Underground platform, wasn't it? I was like full disembowelment. And I'm sure there was lots like that actually. But, um, weird, like. Now, the split between organised and disorganised could simply have been circumstantial. Like, if he was homeless, he wouldn't have a place to take him back to. Uh, yet, on the flip side, if he was a rich family man, uh, as experts have said, then his family would be home, leaving him a little privacy. Uh, thus, the resulting graphic nature of the crimes would have been a bitch to clean up. I thought he just did it on the street, though. He was like, that well. Yeah, that's what I mean, but it could have been circumstantial that he was doing it on the street. Oh, I see. It's like an organised killer would... Like Bundy would do is lure them into the van and fucking... Into the awesome car, like... Exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, the specifics of the murder have led many experts to believe that it was almost surgical in precision. Uh, the way the incisions were made could have been committed by somebody qualified to work with a knife. This could have been ranged butchers, from like butchers, mm. fishmongers, to surgeons and morgue attendants. Uh, the victims were left with their throats cut unnecessarily. Uh, the body sliced from the pubic upwards... Pubic, pubis, pubic, pubis. From crotch to crown was his son. From crotch to crane. <laughs> That's uh, a song by. Who's who's whose who's song is that? It'd be good if it was like prostitute disfigured. From nave to neck, uh, and their intestines torn out and dumped. The viciousness of the attacks and committing these after the victim had died suggests great pleasure from the experience and somebody accustomed to such a scene. It's an album by 
Prostitute disfigurement. That's what they're called. Irony. Wow. Is that irony, coincidence? They have a song called Dismember the Transgender. That's beautiful, isn't it? Wow. Gotta love death metal. Wow. Totally politically correct. <laughs> That's moving on. Um, I, d- I don't know if you've got this in your notes. Go on. I remember a theory. Um, it was on like one of the you know they have documentaries on on Jack Ripper and all this. It was on, yeah, yeah. and they reckoned one of the theories was that he was a police officer. Oh, I haven't got that in. Yeah, no. Um, that was how he managed to hide everything so well. Muddling evidence, and um, it was interesting because when I uh, watched that, it was after the episode of. Um, the Simpsons came out and it was uh, like you know when they do like the imagination episodes and they go they were like in a different land and they're in London and it's uh, Jack the Ripper sort of thing there and they it turns out the Chief Wiggum who is the police officer at the time turns out to be the killer because the mutton chop killer you know the mutton chops and all that I was like fucking hell the Simpsons were actually like, going with that theory on that so that's pretty mad oh. but it was like just because it was you know easy for him like he was leaving enough clues but if there was anything that may have pointed to him, you could get rid of it just because he was yeah, in the police. Yeah. The taunting, though, like, like he sent letters to the police. Like, I, hmm. Simpsons did it. But like, I, I, I couldn't. I guess the like you know, he's the closest one to it. The so he's so he's able to control it. Could have been. Yeah. Uh, but there's. Yeah. It's only a theory, I guess. Yeah, there's a theory as well that uh, the rumours of Jack's uh, family being financially wealthy on his father's side, his mother being a prostitute, uh, if he was illegitimate and surrounded by his mother's way of life in the seedy underbelly of London back in those days, then that type of upbringing could cause an early childhood trauma, which is common with serial killers. But there's also like uh, people saying that eyewitnesses saw him jumping into carriages and things and like driving off, and only rich people would there. Would be able to afford those carriages. True. Perhaps he was just a guy that was too rich to to get caught. Hmm. I mean, it happens. Wanted to see he was linked to some something uh, royal related as well, or some kind of yeah. Yeah. That's that's the main one. That's That's, one of the main ones. That's what it was. Yeah, Yeah. that was his family being financially wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, his father was like a noble, wasn't it? That's it. Yeah. Could be anyone. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, you know, he, he could have been just a lowly butcher. He, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. It's, it's, it's mental how this case is... Still relevant. relevant. I know. You but called him, you imagine, you, Yeah, you imagine if, if it happened today, like similar thing with all... The, or if they just had the technology that we had, you know, to like identify cases and that, he'd probably yeah. be found within. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, pretty, exactly. well, pretty quickly. Well, not the CCTV. Yeah, the CCTV as cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> you want the CCTV in London now? You'd never get away with that shit. Yeah. You sound like what's his name from uh, who writes for the NWA? What's his name now? Uh, <sighs> one of the lost reference. Little half yeah. dead. The guy was like, uh, ah, little yeah. half dead. <laughs> yeah, he used to be he used to be a rapper, and then he he got thrown out of his car, and he got chucked off. He was hanging off a bridge, and he ruined his vocal cords. And he very old like this. <laughs> don't know. I don't know what that is. I'm afraid <sighs> my hip hop knowledge need, is failing need, me. You need to watch that documentary. <laughs> Little half the, the, the defiant ones is cracking one. Defiant ones. Uh, what about the Zodiac Killer? Do you know much about that fella? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely not. I. Didn't know much about him till uh, till I started goosing this cast. Uh, a lot of people say it's Ted Cruz. Why? 
I don't know. He just looks a bit like a like a like he could do it, but uh, he was <laughs> disorganized. Possible blitz killer evolving into an organized killer. Uh, the first two shootings were of male and female couple parked in the cars. The first male survived until an ambulance arrived. During the second shooting, the Zod- uh, Zodiac killer fired into the car, hitting both people inside. Then he walked away, only to turn around and return and shoot them again. Unfortunately, the woman died at the scene, but luckily the male survived and was able to describe the killer to the police. The description he gave was as follows. He was a young white male, approximately 26 to 30 years old, stocky, 200 pounds or larger, around 5'8", light curly brown hair with a large face. Large face? A large face, Moon boy. (laughs) (laughs) I am the moon. I am the moon. But you don't, often, you don't often see um, killers going out targeting couples, though. The Valentine's Day Stranglers, is it? Hmm. Could well be, son. Uh, within an hour, the police received a phone call that it was said to be the killer, uh, that was said to be the killer, admitting to both of these murders. Uh, the killer was bold enough to send a three-part encoded message in letters to the local Bay Area press editor explaining his motives and exposing his identity. Though his identity wouldn't be revealed, his motives are made clear. Uh, the killings were outside of financial jurisdiction, so unfortunately they were unable to give the manpower and resources needed to apprehend the killer. But FBI public records show that the local law enforcement called on the FBI multiple times for handwriting analysis, cryptanalysis and fingerprint matching. FBI code breakers were called on in an attempt to break the cipher of the coded letter that he sent that used more than 50 shapes to relate to the 26-letter alphabet. Eventually, the letters were released to the public and the cipher was cracked by the two university professors. Coded letter reads as follows. Does anyone want to read the Zodiac letter? I'll read the Zodiac Jenkins will read it, yeah, Christ. Up at the top there. Passing the mic to Gene Jenkins. <clears throat> I like killing because it's so much fun. More fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all to kill. I know that quote. That's a quote from something, isn't it? Man, anyway. Um. Something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. Oh, fair. The best part of it is when I die, I will be reborn in paradise and those I have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will slow down or try to stop my collecting of slaves for afterlife. That is mad. <laughs> just sounds a bit pretty creepy there. <laughs> yeah, this fella thinks that everyone he kills is going to be a slave in the afterlife. Man yeah. is the most dangerous animal. It's more fun than uh, getting your rocks that? off with a girl. Get your rocks off, say. <laughs> Met my sweetheart and get my rocks off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just uh, shows you a little bit into the insight of this this fella's crazy mind. Uh, the third killing would fall into more of an organised killer category again. It was a couple, uh, which is weird in itself. They were having a picnic. Uh, a man wearing a dark executioner-style hood with a symbol of the Zodiac printed on it came out from the bushes, branching a long knife and a gun. He tied the couple and repeatedly stabbed them. As with the other killings, the male survived, which is again weird, uh, despite being stabbed in the background six or seven times. The description that he gave to the police was a match with the previous description he had received. Uh, later, the police found some markings on a vehicle, uh, the victim's car it was. Uh, it was parked in the parking lot quite a while away, and the, the markings were the Zodiac symbol, uh, three dates of all three murders, including the specific time of day, um, the attempted uh, execution style, which said by knife. So he had scraped onto the victim's car, 
when, who, and how you done it. Christ. Uh, why do you reckon these people tr need to take credit for the crimes? That's kind of what gets me. It's like what, some serial of the, killers in general? Some of them love it, but others like like Bundy was was reveling in the fact that he couldn't get caught. Like, but you get Jack the Ripper who's like shoving it in their faces and things. And yeah, it's because you can, isn't it? You can get away with it. And he's like, are you smarter than you're above the law? Mm. You can't get caught. You're just boasting, really. Kind of like um, Moriarty to Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that relationship. Uh, me, though. It's, it's like, say, say you cut in line in front of a shop, or something, I feel... I feel guilty about that shit. Like, you know, never mind fucking... It's when all the melts are cooing in a line in Weatherspoon, you just walk straight to the front. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's <laughs> different, though. <laughs> There's like a letter, you know, there's a poster that says just walk to the front and yeah, everyone's yeah. fucking queuing up. <laughs> it's the British, British way. Thing. It's the British <laughs> way. <laughs> nice. Uh, there's a Bundy guilt quote. Uh, society wants you to believe that it, uh, it can identify evil people or bad or harmful people, but it's not practical. There are no stereotypes. Uh, you also said, I don't feel guilty for anything. I feel sorry for people who feel guilt. Uh, That's like, very uh, sociopathic. Very sociopathic, mm. that is. One or the other. Definitely. Yeah. Delete as appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is very sociopathic. Uh, in the movies, a bad guy always looks like a bad guy. Uh, in or oh, they're like from foreign countries, like you know they. Or they're British. Or they're British. Yeah. So let's see who Grant. So anyone <laughs> apart from American people are the, the evil people, you know, that you can easily <laughs> identify, but. Uh, but that's not the way the world works. Go. What now? Do you want to do your shipping dems? Got anything to add, son? Um, I was going to speak about Harold Shipman. I was at some point. Uh, the British one, is it? The British yeah, are coming. I, 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 is, is, that, is it a time I can I, I, I permission to speak or? Um, Go for it, son. I don't. I don't. We got to mention Doctor Harold Shipman. I think he's the first British one we. Yeah, yeah, he's actually the first British one we've ever doing. Well. Yeah, Jack. Uh, Jack, oh, Jack Ripper, of yeah. course, yeah, fuck. Well, unless he was H.H. Holmes. Dr. Hmm? Dr. Harold Shipman, or I can only assume he was uh, a script of his title. At, at Harold Zoid was his, huh? But um, he was a... <laughs> Harold! He was um, he was general um, general practitioner, GP doctor, general whatever you call it. Um, yeah, Nottingham he was born, actually. Um, on the 31st of January in the year 2000, he was found guilty of the murder of 15 patients who were in his care. I don't know if you know any, any of the... I remember this. I, I remember it happening. He was probably I, like about well, three years old back then, but I was probably like 20 I was 10. We would, I, I think I just started secondary school. Depending on what time of year it was. Thinking about it. I remember on the news. Yeah, I can remember on the news. It's uh, pretty... Basically, basically though, uh, an investigation uh, called the Shipman Inquiry actually uh, God. estimated that this total victim count was somewhere in the region of 250. Um, about eighty percent of these were were elderly women that were were in his care. But going back to something where you say they they, they offshoot from the usual thing, apparently um, they reckon it was a forty one year old man as well that was was uh, a victim. So that that could that's a strange one. But yeah, primarily were were, were elderly women, obviously was that it, put their trust in him and whatnot. Was it negligence or was it? No, it was. No, he was like convincing them to kill themselves and not give really? over, over medicating and shit like that. Am I right? Yeah, he also he also he also forged like um, a will as well for somebody. Um, well, to get like 
get the money. Yeah, to get their money off them. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so in 1975, apparently, he was caught forging prescriptions of um, pethidine, is how you say it, um, for his own use, and he was actually fined for that as well. Um, and actually briefly attended uh, drug rehabilitation. wonder what type of drug um, that is. But somehow, somehow, he still became a GP... Um, in a place near Manchester in crying out from son. in 1977 so if if he was if he was a Euro before fined for four descriptions of his own uh, for his own use wouldn't that ring alarm bells right there that he shouldn't be allowed to practice that's what I can't work but out but son this how? is the fine institution of Great Britain yeah yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. what I can't how, work out how many uh, practitioners get fucking caught doing that like you know people people get habits <laughs> Yeah, it's a synthetic but, uh, opioid pain medication. Thought it'd be something like that. Of course it is. But um, apparently, alarm bells rang when uh, I believe um, someone, a someone associated with with a, a funeral parlor coroner, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, they raised concerns about about the high death rate among among uh, Doctor Shipman's patients. Not doing very well, um, is he? No. Uh, in particular, a number of cremation forms for elderly women that he needed to countersign. So. Uh, it was brought to attention of the police, who were unable to find sufficient evidence at the time. Uh, and the shipment inquiry, which I just mentioned, later blamed the police for uh, basically negligence, uh, inexperienced officers, they actually said. Yeah, yeah, it must have been. Um, and the, it was abandoned. The investigation was actually abandoned for a while. Um, but there's no, no like sexual gratification like Bundy and all are in with it, is there? It's, that's no, nothing like, like that. It was all to do with... Um, like you said, the will... Uh, tra- traces of, traces of diamorphine were found in various postmortems uh, and whatnot. Um, Just like doing an old biddies. Why you though? For whatever reason, yeah. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he, he forged uh, he forged someone's will apparently as well. That was um, uh, let's have a look. That's she had left. It apparently she'd left uh, over three hundred thousand pounds to shipman in her will. That he'd forged on his uh, on his on his at the time a typewriter, a brother typewriter. See, that's a li- at least a little bit like understandable. You know, he's gaining something. I'm just from looking. It, yeah, like. it would. This, I think, I think to some degree there was a financial gain as well as, you know, whatever other reasons in it. But um, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm definitely gonna say so. Definitely, definitely. Gonna yeah. Say. Yeah. Hmm. I don't I'm know. Just trying to work out his motives. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying yeah. to work out his motives, really. Maybe just like the thrill of taking a life. Yeah, but it's, it's a crap mm-hmm. way to do it. <laughs> yeah, you don't even see in the results. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Take this pill and of, die uh, in 10 days. episode of Dexter that had like a doctor who was doing shit like that. I think it was obviously quite inter- <clears throat> influenced by. Yeah, but uh, basically, what, what rang alarm bells was the authenticity of the will that was created, right. uh, leaving all the money to the, the doctor and like, not the family, which is odd in itself. And obviously, the uh, the high death rate from his from his practice and all the all the, the coroner reports going on and whatnot that we're all just just signed off as old age, basically. When a lot of these women were perfectly healthy, um, until women otherwise, like you know the. Uh, Wonder if he tried the will thing before, or if there's only the ones. When there's a will, there's a way, son. Interesting. um, (laughs) It's an interesting story, though. But um, yeah, he killed himself. In uh, he killed himself in two thousand and four in prison. I believe when was he jailed? Two thousand. He was jailed. Did I say? Yeah, two thousand. He was found guilty by two thousand and four. Actually, a day before his fifty eighth birthday. Just looking at this. 
ironically. Uh, yeah, he, he hung Four himself, years later, um, and with an arsehole like a letterbox, he, he hung himself. <laughs> yeah, he hung himself, he hung himself in, in his cell um, by the usual method, like bed sheets from his cell bars, it says about you. But uh, yeah, he, uh, he killed himself, and, uh, and uh, that's, that, was, that was it, really. But uh, Epstein himself. Yeah, I, I, I just kind of wonder if there was a financial gain from it. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to class this possibly under that one, really. I don't know if there's any other thrill involved with it or whatever. But um, weird, yeah, weird. Look at, looking back at this though, my my uni my uni theory on that is if he was done for uh, basically prescribing himself what whatever, why was he allowed to pr- and, and fined for it as well? Why was he like later allowed to practice for as well? That that should have rung alarm bells right there. Yeah, he's not fit for purpose with it all. A booze in his so, station. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but uh, as I see, uh, there was uh, all 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 pretty much pretty much elderly women, and then going back to the thing where they offshoot. Uh, apparently there was a, a 41 year old man and possibly a child as well but that's not that's not confirmed but um, I remember reading about that as well bloody uh, yeah but uh, as I say that was it he was uh, sentenced in January of 2000 for life imprisonment on the recommendation he was never released and he hanged himself in 2004 so that uh, that concludes Stop the Shipman really but, uh, yeah what are you saying financial law I can't see any other motives behind it. Seems like a power thing to me. Yeah, I don't know, really. If he's got the ability to forge wills and sign the odd thing off, then I mean... To organise or disorganise. To organise or disorganise. Organise, You're a drain on society, love. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, I know. Maybe Maybe. he's worked for the Conservative government. (laughs) (laughs) We rag on the Conservative 2020. (laughs) Um, I'm just looking at um, some information I wrote down, obviously in preparation for the cast, and apparently he was... um, the only British doctor that has ever been found guilty of, of murdering people within his practice is, is patients, essentially. Really? The only one? Um, that's good, I suppose. Although, yeah. although other doctors <laughs> have been um, accused and, and obviously charged with similar crimes or, or committed uh, or committed similar things. See that one about that He's one? He's the only one to be found guilty of actual murder of his patients. So, so what have we got on Kanye, Fred and Rose West? Then? So Kanye West. So. <laughs> yeah, Fred Road West, two notorious... Uh, and British. How many victims do they have in? Oh, cool. I just want to say, um, I, I myself didn't do anything on uh, Fred and Rose West. Um, what is it? Ian you've, and Myra Hint. What is it? What yeah, so you've got H. Holmes. You've done. We've got um, a little Gein. bit of Ed Gein and you got a little bit on Ian Brady and Myra Hindley yeah. and a little bit on Fred and Rose West. These were prepared by... Just, just want to give a shout out to a uh, co-worker that actually done all these for me. I, I went in asking uh, if she knows anything about a little bit on H.H. Holmes and uh, she wrote me like a three-page fucking essay on <laughs> on various Very serial, serial killers. killers. So we're going to dive into them a little bit now. So uh, cheers, Suze. Yeah. Forget about that tenor, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so Fred and Rose West done. Um, number of victims standing at at least 12 according to this, uh, this documentation I have. Um, all victims of theirs were young females most murders involved sexual gratifications, including rape, bondage, torture, and mutilation. Christ alive. The victims' bodies were dismembered and buried either in the cellar or garden of the West's house. Which member? Dismember. Dismember. <laughs> 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 My brother. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Oh Sorry. It's fine. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um... Yeah, so <laughs> they they even murdered Fred's daughter from his first marriage. Um, the West House became known as the House of Horrors, and after the trial, um, 
I'm assuming they went to prison. Their uh, house was demolished. I seem to be aware that the very prison, famous yeah. house was Cromwell Street. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was very... Uh, uh, no, I don't remember, no. The girl that wrote this, or she... she's a bit older than you, perhaps. So. She, she reckons that Fred was diagnosed with... Um, maybe it was them, with psychopathia, schizophrenia and whatnot, but it was actually Rose that was the driving yeah, force like behind the, the killers. The, yeah. I'm not too familiar with these two. But can you, you, can you remember all this going I off? Can't, I can't. Really I can't. Can, I can quite vividly remember all this. I don't know when it was. Let's see who's make a difference. The age gap definitely makes a difference, yeah. I don't Pretty remember. Um, I can remember when he killed himself as well. In 1995, it was he killed himself. 95, good God. In, uh, in prison. Do you know anything Again, about them do, do, you know, do you know if there's any, um, any truth to the fact that it could have been Rose that was kind of pushing the murders or... I don't know. I've seen some good documentaries and stuff on it, like I I, dramas know. and whatnot and things. And um, people assume that it's obviously always the man, like, but 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 you know, women behind every man stands a strong woman or some shit. What's that saying? Every, yeah, that's it. I think behind every strong behind every strong man stands a stronger woman. She, I can tell you, I can tell you that um, she was operating as a prostitute from the house. Yeah, um, I can <laughs> remember. I can remember that. Though. Um so I think there was some kind of like. One one of them, some kind of like uh, they had some kind of bondage session thing going on or something. It was like trying to remember it all now. Well, she that was what well, she was. Yeah, she for, was like. she was doing like a like a, a home escort type of thing. Where, where's you visit? And I don't know if Fred was involved with it, but Rose definitely. Fred yeah. was like the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah. Quite possibly. Dominatrices, um, was she saying? I don't know if there's any truth to, to what she said. This is all info I got off, uh, off the girl that was kindly... If it's wrong, we can blame it all on the other <laughs> person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The one that was nice enough to give me this. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, Fred, Fred, Fred would have a peephole and he'd watch her, um, he'd watch her ah, entertain he the clients. Cackle, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That's a lot of it. So she'd get like maybe... Um, he'd fit right in on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, she'd get whatever clients in. I don't know if they were men or women. I don't know, but... Um, Couldn't spare Fred, Fred would get would off on... Fred would get off on watching her do stuff with the people who was coming to the house, basically. So would they, they then be the ones that they killed? or One or two of them, I think. I don't know. I haven't really haven't read up enough on it. So but all, I think, all um, females, he says. Yeah. All females. All females. All females, was it? So I think that's what it was, um, perhaps, with a lot of that. One of them was a family member, did you say, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah Fred's his first daughter. daughter. We really should have read up more on that, really. But um, What can you do, son? This was kind yeah, of yeah, a, yeah. a last-minute addition. Yeah, it was very last-minute. Yeah. So I can, I can quick-fire around another set of uh, a crazy couple um, Ian Brady and Myra Hindley the Moors murderers didn't Myra Hindley like still to is she dead now the most hated woman in Britain yeah, yeah she yeah, wouldn't she's reveal dead, the uh, location Thatcher. <laughs> she wouldn't reveal the locations of the bodies or something would she something no like but there was um, there was a picture of her standing on the Moors on her mantelpiece and uh, people think that that's where the, the last body of the, the last kid was found but well, was buried but not never found they never found him did they so you've got five known victims. I won't read them out. Um, the person who wrote this, what was her name, sorry? Susan. Susan has kindly named every victim. I won't read those out. Um, so at least four of those victims were sexually assaulted. It's a mixture of men and women, but it looks, yeah, it is. Um, Ian Brady was the longest serving prisoner in the UK until he died in 2017 at Ashworth, where he was... Uh, diagnosed as a psychopath when he was 79. Did he die naturally or did he kill himself? Ian Brady. Can you remember that? What's that now? Two Ian, years Ian, ago. Was it Ian Brady? Three years ago, Ian Brady. He died, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but I don't know. I think, I, it was, I think it was, I think it was ill health, I think it yeah. was. I think it was ill health. 
So two of the victims were discovered in graves dug on saddle worth more. A third grave was discovered there more than 20 years after Brady and Hindley uh, were taken to trial. Um, one of their victims, Keith Bennett's body, uh, was thought to be there, um, but remains undiscovered. Myra Hindley was characterized as the most hated woman in Britain. Um, yeah, so Brady, Ian Brady and Myra Hindley were two sadistic killers of the utmost depravity. It's very nicely written. Therefore, uh, their crime was concatenation of circumstances. I don't know. It doesn't go on I anymore. I think that, that means amalg- a combination. No, it's, it's like a, a series of unfortunate events. Concatenate. A I know the term, but I can't think... Uh, of all my writing, I've never fucking seen that word before in my life. Very interesting. <laughs> Snicket is his son. Yeah, have a look at that word. Linking things it? together in a chain of series. Yeah, chain of series, yeah. Series of unfortunate events. Basically, she reckons that if they never met, then none of this would have happened. But True that. True that. Mm, would it? Butterfly effect, didn't it? Butterfly effect, yeah, yeah. I see, oh, we've got a little tiny bit on Ed, Ed Gein as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so we that. touched on this earlier on, Big but he exhumed corpses from local graveyards and confessed to killing two women. Um, he was found unfit to stand trial, because I think he was bonkers, wasn't he, Ed Gein? Fuck, and, um, yeah. He was found guilty, but legally insane. He fashioned trophies and keepsakes from his victims, bones and skin, like seats and belts and tunics. I mean, chairs That's Grim, that's and knives and forks are the bones, and he used to eat the, his food with them. And Jesus, he's a sick puppy. <laughs> he's a strange one, old Gein. Mm. Gein, 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 it's a very broad one. There's a lot. Too broad. What church was this on? So we. We could probably revisit this sometime in the future. Yeah, we, we've done a lot two. of the yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of the the well-known ones, and I think yeah. they're, they're ones that are gone under the radar and creepy bastards that we haven't spoke about. Do you know many serial killers, huh? Huh? Do you know many serial killers? I got a couple. You know, <laughs> I do. I do in my basement. Like, <laughs> uh, what, what are you all drinking? Are we gonna? Christ. Right, <laughs> yeah. I haven't really been on any. Well, I haven't been on any of the uh, the beers today. Well, I gifted Burrow with a Madrigal Brew Fossil. Don't know what you made last time. You haven't said much about it. Not a fan. Mm, it's old Manny, wasn't it? Old Manny Brew. Yeah. Uh, I had a Glamorgan Brewery Welsh Cake Stout, was which like? you gave to me actually a month ago on the last cast, and I didn't drink it. Um, don't taste like Welsh cakes, but it's no. a decent stout. Mm. Decent stout. Yeah, I quite like Glamorgan Brewery. I've had a couple of their brews, and I, even, even though like they are, as we would say, old man ales, that they're actually quite nice. So I've, I'd, uh, I'd buy one for a minute bar, something like that. Bar fundle. Uh We've also had Heinekens, uh, oh, yes. which are Heinekens, yeah, uh, mini zero percent Heinekens. Uh, the, the size of these is ridiculous. It's uh, one hundred and fifty mils. They're like on an airplane when yeah, uh, yeah. Like, um, beer. Little Tiny cans of coke used to get in my lunchbox when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, they can mix yeah. cans with Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got one. They mix the cans though, are not they? What would you mix Heineken with? No. <laughs> the corks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the corks. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but even yeah, now they're yeah, quite they're long. Sense. You don't get those cans this big very often anymore. Well, of cork. Well, of anything. Do you get can of corks this No, you can get thin 
Like get the thin ones as well now, yeah. Long legged Mac Daddies. Long yeah, my dad, my dad buys them. He likes mixing, using them for mixers. Yes, that's yeah, fair, yeah. very nice, very nice. Um, yeah, does Christ. anybody want to read the outro? I will leave that to you, but your episode, but from hell, Mister Lusk, sir, I send you half the kidney I took from a woman, preserved it for you. Tore the piece I fried and ate. It was very nice. I send you the bloody knife it took out. If only you wait a little longer. Signed, catch me when you can. Mr. Lusk. I read it like that because the straight spelling from the letter is... Mr. Lusk. Look at the, look at the word oh, kidney. Wow. Kidney. <laughs> Preserved. Preserved. For you, Totter. Like Matt Berry around the shop. Is, is, what was that? Like an anagram of his name or something? What's that? Now? But the last, what was the Mr. signed? Lusk. Uh, no, Mr. Lusk is the um, the officer. He was he was writing oh, to. Oh, I see, Mr. Lusk. All oh, right, I'm with, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And on that note, that's it. Sleep see, tight. See you, killers are done. May the road treat you well. <laughs> <laughs>